on Zoom is new. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to And What Did We Learn? Um, we're still getting used to, Christine and I have <laughs> dealt with this last time. Zoom has added a feature now where they warn you that you're being recorded, which I guess is good, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it changes oh, yeah, definitely. for anybody, but like, yeah, it's it's out there. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but we could. It was like, this meeting is being recorded, like the airplane lady was telling us. So anyway, everybody, Betsy, Betsy's back. Betsy's back! It's been a while. Betsy, thank you so Yay. much for being here. In case you don't remember, Betsy did that um, uh, democracy, the documentary um, about, <laughs> sorry, how about the uh, Australian, um, <laughs> like the school for Australian, uh, like young pregnant Australian girls, and I can't remember the name, I'm terrible. Um, but Betsy's great. She's a Swampton High baby. Thank you. Swampton High babies. That was a great. That was a great documentary. Um, luckily, this this time, this time we picked something that's a lot easier to access, and also something that is extremely close to both of our hearts. Um, and it is the movie Garden State, guys. 2004. Remember it? You're about to feel it during this episode because I got a lot of clips. And as as Betsy and I have been going on and back and forth about, it, it's like the soundtrack. God stab me in the heart, God damn it. Like that soundtrack. I don't I don't know about you, but around that era, it wasn't necessarily just because of Garden State, but it influenced a lot. Scrubs as well influenced my taste. Like I don't know if you were a Scrubs fan, but yes, okay, great. She's nodding. Okay, love Scrubs, great. yes. And the music choices that they make are so I love Scrubs. I fucking yes. Impactful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hugely. Yeah. And and uh, what is that song? I still remember this one song from Scrubs. I think it's called like Winter. Oh. I can't remember who it's by. And it I think it was playing during a funeral <gasps> episode for like Dr. Cox. Like the fake does he fake die in one episode? I feel Am like I that's true. No, I think you're right. That like show he, has so much. Like there's going like on. um yeah. a parallel universe. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't really die, but there's like a vision you know? of him dying. It's so funny. And they play this just yeah. Song. I'm gonna look it up right now. Do it while you talk. I'm gonna All say that winter. I have like I used to. Okay, so back in the day, 2004 ish, 2002, 2004. Like we, in case you don't know, like music wasn't easily accessible. Even if you had money, it wasn't easily accessible. There were just random mm -hmm. shit on TV. You would never know what it was, and you'd have to search it by lyrics. You'd have to figure it out, and then you'd Napster it or you'd LimeWire it or whatever. I don't know what you used. I used LimeWire. It was such a battle because it would take you 40 minutes to download Lime a song Warrior, yeah. and it might not be the right song. But for me, I downloaded like everything I could from Scrubs and there's this one song and it's, um, shoot, I forgot his name, but, um, it's, am I gonna be lonely for the rest of my life? That's so off key, but it's, um, it's called lonely. And that song, I don't know that one. Oh, fuck. I just remember, like, it's not just that song, but, like, Scrubs and those, that music. And then Scrubs also... Scrubs has a great soundtrack. I think Zach Braff just has a great He was a huge... Music. You know, what's fun is Zach Braff and Krista Miller, who plays 
Dr. Cox's wife, ex-wife slash wife, um, uh, they were mm-hmm. most... Oh, they, love her. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. She's married to Bill Lawrence, who created the show. Um, they, I think they generally picked the music. Um, she did, and then Zach Braff got involved. And okay. you can totally tell. I listened to this. I don't know if you've listened to um, Fake Doctors, Real Friends, the podcast with Zach Braff and um no donald Faison. really no i wonder if my husband has he's a big scrubs fan yeah yeah it's it's fun to listen to like kyler wasn't obsessed with scrubs but he loves listening to it because it's just it's a fun listen and they talk about all the behind the scene behind Mm -hmm. the scenes stuff and they're all like best friends and it's who doesn't want to listen to that so um but yeah the music i gotta say and i told betsy when we started this because 04, I'm a few years older than you. So 04 was, I was about 15, 16, Mm -hmm. depending on the time. And Mm -hmm. that was rough. Like I I hated high school. I don't know about any of you all out there, but like the end of high school was kind of okay. Like I had a boyfriend and I had friends, but like, I don't know. High school was really hard. That was just a really Mm -hmm. hard time for me. It didn't end then. (laughs) That is not unique. Like everybody out there is like, same girl. But, um, but you know how you, you, you lean into music, you lean into media, and there's certain media that just whoa. yes <laughs> when you revisit oh, yeah. it this movie and garden state was uh, kind of the pinnacle of that yes and the music yeah. the, the for fun, me yeah the shins all like the shin songs fru fru oh, the shins i was a big indie kid oh same. huge indie kid um all throughout high school and I have a sister who's five years older I was just gonna say so my sister's older I was, so I was always influenced by her yes totally mm-hmm. and my sister had like a bunch of indie boyfriends who would <laughs> lend her you know dashboard confessional death oh, wow. cds brand new and I would you know burn them onto the computer hell yeah copy them into my itunes hell yeah That's or burn you them you know onto then. my own separate copy so fucking hard back in the day you guys mm-hmm. I don't even know Except if you do, like, I don't know who's listening. <laughs> it was, I mean, but a mixed CD, I didn't do mixed tapes. I'm a little, I'm too young for that, but um, a mixed like CD. Yeah, same. I that mean, was I, so special. That was, it was I truly it. special. Yeah, mixed tapes are Making more Making those for people. Yeah, mixtapes are more of the 80s. And I will say I taped things on tape cassettes when I was little so I could listen to them. Like, the tattoos have, but I'm holding on. Like off the radio? Because yes. I also did that. Oh, okay. Then same. We're, yeah. I'm like here. when you're listening to the radio on yeah. your like actual radio, Yes, I would put in a tape. Yeah. And if I, For yes, sure. and I wanted to record a song. Mm-hmm. I remember doing that with a uh, Sugar How'd You Get So Fly. Oh, fuck. Yes. There's so many songs. So uh, oh, yeah. And yeah, that, remember that. that, remember that song? Yeah. <laughs> What was it? Butterfly? Yuma Butterfly? Sugar? Baby. This is going to turn into a podcast about us <laughs> just talking about um, music now. I'm honestly fine with it. Because um, I could go on for so long. Yes. Same. Um. So anyway, Garden State. Great soundtrack. <laughs> I, I listened to that soundtrack constantly. <laughs> so fun, fun anecdote about me in high school. Oh. I have my hair is up like in a bun, but it's really long. And it was really long when I was in school at the mm-hmm. time like yours and it's really fucking mm-hmm. thick i have this thick ass hair that like it's like it's just like a ton of like it's like a mop on my head if i don't tame it but i was that's able good, to though that's nice i it is good and i recognize that but also it was good because i was able to hide earbuds like old school earbuds like in every class i had music oh. playing in my ears my whole high school experience and and i never got caught I never oh, got nice. caught neither. Walking through the halls, it'd be nice. Yeah, we don't have halls here in California, <laughs> but yeah, uh, just in class even, it'd be low enough. Oh, okay. 
and my friends would be like what are you listening to i can kind of hear it (laughs) like it i I still did my work i just you know i have anxiety and i'm kind of one of those people that can't stand with i can't stand silence and now it's all podcasts but it used to be all music so i mean i still listen to music obviously i'm not a freak Mm -hmm. but anyway you guys we watched garden state um have you seen it if not you should watch it because god damn it i don't care there's a few things that didn't age rewatch it but it's so good it's on hulu so if you're in america like Mm -hmm. it's on hulu or you can rent it or buy it you should buy it i think i own it on dvd i just don't have a dvd player i think so too but you guys okay Um, i actually have a bunch of dvds i found out today I'm cleaning out closets in preparation for a move and I found just like oh dear you're moving oh that's stressful Mm -hmm. okay well let's talk about Garden State melt melt the stress away drink your wine okay so we are talking Garden State 2004 so a little background this is a movie that was written and directed by Zach Braff also he stars in it Um, Like we just mentioned, Zach Braff was the star of Scrubs he made this film about two years after Scrubs started um and so you'll notice he like he looks the same he acts the same but of course it's not a there's a lot of funny parts but it's a drama um and it's so emo but you guys it's so good and like it just encapsulated everything that i felt then and honestly even now watching it again i was just like you know what they did a great job explaining certain things and i I, kind of cheesy kind of cheesy totally cheesy but hey what isn't i mean i love a lifetime Mm -hmm. movie those are cheesy as hell i and hearing oh, for sure and it i'm messing with the cord on this i'm sorry so tell me by the you way sound fine. i'm sorry to, i'm sorry to interject like but yeah if you hear no, me no, like no, rubbing no. up against the mic this is my first time ever using this so i betsy is all suited up she's so legit right <laughs> i look um like a I, I, a I should gamer. start a twitch channel she has a twitch headset <laughs> on. looks great should i should i start yeah. Do it. That's I need to get like some ears on this. But it, it should all be about Zach Braff. You, let's do a Twitch channel all just oh. about Zach Braff. <laughs> so Bessie and I'll be and playing are, video games while we talk about him. Betsy and I are both in love with Zach Braff. <laughs> but um, so yeah, <laughs> at least in our youth. But um, he's he is very smart. He's a smart fella, and I'm I'm impressed by him. So this is like it's not autobiographical, but it does pull a lot from his life at the same time. Um, and he plays. <clears throat> kind of himself but like in a different situation this isn't his background but i do believe he's from new jersey which is the reason this is called garden state if, if anyone doesn't know new jersey is garden state if you go it's central new jersey there's a lot of gardens not the coast not i north, was about to ask yeah not, not where they actually are in this film most of the time they like travel to the coast and they're in newark and shit and that's like right next to staten island and there's no gardens there guys um but yeah, central New Jersey is like very suburban, very gardeny, as far as I know and have seen. I mean, I've been there, but not like a ton. So anyway, um, another fun fact, Natalie Portman stars in this film counter to Zach Braff. She's fucking amazing. Um, she's only 23. And I this is kind of where this isn't this is noted this is cited as the birthplace of the quote manic pixie dream girl in film and and tv oh that's it's cited as that it is yeah and it's it's credited as being like the first portrayal and if you don't know what that is we'll get to it (laughs) but also i want to say like i have a question go for it this is so random but i'm just wondering like how do you feel about zoe deschanel and like her portrayal of the manic pixie dream girl um she was she's i like her. she's my girl. hair i love her hair um always hair. it's been 
I, I like Zoe Deschanel. I'm just curious about um about ever... and my portrait. She's she's more quirky, I think, to me than manic. Yes, I think that too. And also, I I find it irritating, and they don't do this in Garden State. But in a lot of portrayals like New Girl, they make it as though the manic pixie dream girl is somehow secretly, mysteriously unattractive to everybody, even though she's pretty. It's like a weird, like, she's yeah, all like moment. And it's not, it doesn't make sense to me. And I, I'm just tired of us talking about, like, pretending that, like, Rachel Lee Cook and or whomever is, like, ugly until they take their glasses off. Like, mm. I don't like that crossover. Yeah. Uh, but I do like Zoe Deschanel. I think she's great. Um, I... Are you talking about like New Girl specifically? That show, yeah, and also in Five Hundred Days, Days of Summer, yeah, yes. Exactly. In that in that movie, she seemed rather like popular, right? She seemed like a lot of actually. Didn't she, she always had a boyfriend? She was. She was. You know what's funny? That is... that portrayal a little seemed more accurate because she did seem kind of unattainable to yes. like. She um didn't want to settle down with him, you know. She was really hesitant him. and she was held back and she always had other options. And then always. she said Guys and then like she it. exactly. And then she says at the end, you know, I never thought I'd settle down, but one day I met a guy and then I just he that guy was yeah. my husband. And that's how I that's how I felt too. Same. <laughs> like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. Um but I remember a lot of guys when that movie came out, I was like kind of the same age as the characters were supposed to be, like really early 20s. Okay. And I remember my guy friends being like, Ugh, so relatable. All girls are like this. And I was like, fuck oh. you. You're an asshole. And also men oh, no. are more men are like this. And also you're missing the point. I don't know. It made me mad. Yeah. I'm not friends. Oh, I, no, one, anymore. no one ever said that. Um, I guess I didn't really have a lot of guy friends, I guess, at that time. I, 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 <laughs> I, should, I wish I you know what it turned out that they kind of sucked so um, yeah sorry. get rid I'm of not, them I'm plugging in my computer don't worry I have gotten rid of them <laughs> <laughs> um, I just realized my computer wasn't plugged in and that was going to be a design oh uh oh you know what let me check the bat okay I'm good I got it <laughs> yeah I feel like we're on the same wavelength so let's get mm. into the movie yeah let's go so, Zach Braff, um, writer and director and star of this movie, uh, is playing Andrew Largeman. And he is a 26-year-old who is pretty much, like, numb to the world. You know, the introduction to him is very... He's, um, he's a little bit lost. He's adrift. And the very first scene, we see a nightmare of him being... And it's, like, definitely foreshadowing. But we see a nightmare of him on an airplane... And the airplane's going down and everyone's screaming and he's just sitting there staring straight ahead numb. And then he like turns the air on. And it's, to me, it's a representation of how numb he is because he's so like on so many, um, psych, like psycho pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. however you say that, that he can't feel. And well, that'll be explained. Um, but what did you, what did you think about this opening scene? Cause I almost forgot for a second that it was a, that it was a dream. Um, um, I like that opening scene. That song is good. <laughs> Isn't it yeah. bone, like bone? No, it's that. Oh, oh, right. It's like an, it's almost like an Indian. It's a different language. It seems. Uh, yeah, I think it's like an Indian Indian. Or maybe like not. Maybe, but um, oh, it's definitely not English. If it's a if it's a language. Oh God, we're like yeah. Ooh. I don't. Anyway. Yeah. But that but, that could be related to what happens right after in his job, where they're like, "You're not Vietnamese." <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. But he wakes up and he's in this like sterile. It looks like a oh, mental hospital. Room. Yeah, like 
so everything's white and yeah mental patients are good yeah yeah and it's his home but you can see like i think it's like it's definitely a representation of depression because there is a point in depression where you are just numb and it's like nothing matters it's not sadness a mm. lot of people i know you know this but a lot of people misunderstand depression and think it means being really really sad oh yeah uh, but a lot of times it just means not being able to access your feelings like you're so depressed that you can't get there and it that's honestly happiness lot, yeah, yeah you can't access it nope. um and you even might want to access sadness or anger and you can't access that either and that's a big part of this character's storyline so that's that room definitely represents how like bland and, and neutered his emotions are um and while he's laying in bed the phone's ringing and that's kind of what wakes him up from the dream and he it's a message from his dad and he's like look you'll never answer my phone calls so i don't know how else to do this but mom your mom died she drowned at the bathtub you have to come home Whew, right so we know that andrew lives in la and then we see this scene where he's like in a mental fog he drives to work he doesn't even realize that like he drove off from the gas station with the thing still with the pump I've, still in his car Sorry to interrupt, but there's one no, scene right before that it. that I love when he yeah. um, opens the medicine cabinet and it's just like rows oh, of yes. pill bottles. Everything that yeah. he's been on. And and we find out. And right immediately after hearing his mom dies, it's just the shot of him opening yep. the cabinet with the bottles. And, and we just find staring out, at himself. Yeah. And we find out later that he tells his dad he made the decision to stop taking them because he didn't want to. Right. He anymore. didn't bring them with him. Yeah. when he goes back home he goes to to jazzy so yeah um and then there's a small scene a short scene of him at work his current la job and it's definitely this like scene of i have clips but not, not until after this but um the scene of like god it's dismal you know you want to be an actor in la but you just end up working at a this restaurant where everyone treats you like shit and you <laughs> you know he goes to and i didn't get that when i was young Oh, me you know, either. 13, 14 and watching it. I was like, what? But now after watching like Vanderpump <laughs> and then watching that scene again, Absolutely. I'm like, okay, this makes it's more very sense. It's really smart. Yeah. And he, he gets to work late and the, the guy is like, you know how many people want your job? I got headshots from Minnesota from blah, 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 blah. You're late one more time. This guy gets your job. And he holds up a, a headshot of some dude. And then Zach mm -hmm. Braff is like non-responsive. He's just like, sure. And he's putting eyeliner putting like, on his eyes <laughs> to get like fake. It's like so non-PC, but to get like fake Asian eyes. And then he gets to the table and the guy, this like douchey guy is like, oh, what the fuck, man? You on break? Just kidding. We'll have these drinks and blah, blah, blah. And the girl's like, yeah, I want this and get me some bread. And he's like, well, we don't have bread. And she's like, what do you mean you don't have bread? And he's like, we're a Vietnamese restaurant. She goes, well, you're not Vietnamese. He goes, no, I'm not. She's like, well, fuck, bamboo. Get me something to chew on, will you? And he's like, I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> he's just like, so bamboo, shit, anything to chew on. Yeah. yeah. It's, which is kind of funny because the joke now would be that they didn't want bread, right? Like nowadays it'd be like no carbs, but it was 2004. It was before that. Oh, it was before like what what's no carbs atkins atkins i think so i think it was right before atkins although she does make a stupid drink request with like red bull on the side but oh yeah i'll get a i think it was like a cosmo something cosmo with a red bull on the side mm. Mm. doesn't sound yeah. bad though i take <laughs> i drink no it. no 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 it's not but i <laughs> no, think that their point was that like women are picky but it weren't, right they weren't or even, just they weren't even onto the, the like the carb thing yet that's crazy 
Um, so right after this, you know, we kind of, he's in sort of a fugue state. So all of a sudden it transitions quickly to him in an airport bathroom and he is at the sink and he goes, ah, you know, like he has a pain in his head. So like, this is a spoiler alert, but like he says later on, he's getting these lightning headaches and dude, I don't know if you've ever, I never knew this back then, but that's a, that's a symptom of, I know that now because I ex have experienced it. It's a symptom of withdrawal from um uh like uh ssris the oh, serotonin okay. reuptake inhibitors yeah. like the anti-anxiety antidepressants right a lot of mm -hmm. them including the one that i take uh escitalopram which is uh fuck i forgot um i forgot the brand name for it but it's uh now it's gonna bother me it doesn't matter but mm -hmm. um if i don't take it for a couple days or if i forget even mm -hmm. for a day i'll get like weird zaps i don't consider them painful but everybody everybody's different you know but i um i have never experienced anything like that i've also tried and am on different uh medications sure. SSRIs they don't, and, they don't all and do also it. others um yeah, yeah. And not, and not I, everybody experiences it either no i haven't that's good. i haven't had any ever <laughs> physical withdrawals it's like that um, sometimes maybe like twitches maybe like but i don't know that could just be also stress induced because not taking the medication also leads to stress so it's you never know yeah what it'll happen to me like uh, i won't even be thinking about anything and it's for me it's the side of my head it'll feel like someone just like tried to buzz like you know like the buzzers on apartment buildings it feels like someone just did that in my head like and i'm like what <laughs> i've gotten shooting headaches before but they feel like a brain freeze almost oh okay and it then like, like, like a, yeah but not from medi medicine withdrawals just like lightning headaches almost Neurobotic. like he you know and that's probably more similar to what he's describing but i just call it the zaps because that's my only experience with it so like he's experiencing the zaps <laughs> i have zaps. heard psychiatrists use that term before so yeah. maybe um it is more common uh yeah i think my dad my dad has experienced it my mom is like what but my um my friend uh amanda also experiences this i know that um so anyway like it's just i think it depends on you like your body it's kind of like how like right. you know how some people eat asparagus and it makes their pee stink <laughs> like, it's like oh yeah it's it's just genetic i have no idea it's probably not related like She's some like, people hate cilantro yes for some people tastes cilantro like tastes like soap that's wild isn't it i love sad. cilantro sad it's sad. Mm. It is sad. It, you're mm. in Texas. You're like so mm. sad. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Are, are you moving within Texas or are you moving out of Texas? Oh, yeah. I'm in. Um, so I'm originally from central Texas mm -hmm. um, and I'm moving just right back to where. Oh, so I'm in I'm in north Texas now in okay. Dallas, like the Dallas area. We moved up here like six. No, five years ago when my mm -hmm. husband graduated college, he got a job up here. Cool. He's a, he's a few years younger. And so he got a job up here when he graduated and then we he just got like a permanent work from home job <gasps> within the same company i know we're so excited which That's is what wonderful. he wants because he's been working from home since the since Seriously. you know corona yeah. mm -hmm. his his company hasn't gone back yet and he's like i don't think i want to go back into the office so he's good for him so we're going back to um where i'm from well that's nice see you to be in your yeah. family are you excited yes my siblings and my yeah oh i'm so excited but oh that's wonderful yeah. little moving, stressed yeah yeah moving's hard <laughs> i wish we kids. could afford movers so bad oh my god yeah wouldn't that be awesome yeah a life where you could afford movers i mm. I, I, I dream of that too 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we see um, Andrew, sorry, I keep wanting to call him, him Zach, <laughs> in the airport bathroom. And then we, we clip to the funeral where this, I have a clip right after this, but the he's so sorry the character's jewish and they're having like a jewish burial but the this one older jewish woman is singing (laughs) once twice three times a lady i love you (laughs) while it's being while the mom's being buried and andrew is like far he's like standing away from the crowd Sorry, did you, were you going to say something? No, I'm just laughing because about thinking about that scene. I love that scene. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't clip it because there isn't, there's not a lot of audio, but I have like the end of it. Um, that's our, our clip is, our first clip is coming up right now because after the funeral, um, well, at actually, sorry, at the funeral, Andrew sees some buddies from high school, Mark mm-hmm. and, un, and an unnamed person. And Mark is played by, um, uh, Andrew Sarsgaard. Sorry, Peter Sarsgaard. No, wait. Fuck. It's Peter, right? Uh, I yeah, I think that's Pe- his name. But so, yes, Peter Sarsgaard. Not not one of the Skarsgards. Yeah, not not Skarsgaard. Sarsgaard. <laughs> and he's a great actor, and he's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. So check he. him. He is. They're a great. Yeah, couple. like I love little facts like that. Okay, good. I to do know. too. Don't you love it when people you like are married to each other? Do you know that Nicolas Cage? Oh, and Jason Schwartzman from Coconut Records from I know, you know who he is, the famous yeah. actor, are first cousins. What? No. And they're from the Coppola family, like Sophia Coppola. What? Yes. Okay. This is look it up, man. I had like a whole few That's Wikipedia wild. hole. The couple of winery is right up here from us. I was just drinking some of their wine. Oh my god. Um, it's like a Hollywood family. That makes sense jason schwartzman mm-hmm. they are the, and their father uh, sophia coppola her father her uncle possibly is a was it scarface or the god the godfather oh yeah yeah oh well they made he directed he directed that so Fran- francis for coppola yeah or that was some... so that's yeah that's, that's her, her dad. dad that's her dad that's and her then dad. that's jason's uncle that's wild, dude. And Nicolas Cage. Yeah, they're all. Awesome. I did not know Nicolas Cage was involved, but also that kind of makes sense because I've always gotten like kind of a mob vibe from Nicolas Cage. And the Coppola <laughs> is like, you know, they own that genre. So how funny. My cousin, okay, so my cousin, he's, uh, he's shit. He's 21 in like two months. That's crazy. Um, but I helped take care of him when he was younger. He was born in 2000 and he, um, he's okay, but he had cancer as a child and it was really, um, intense actually. And so he's totally fine. He's at college. Yeah. Thanks for the forewarning. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but he got, you know, a make a wish and his wish was to be in a movie, like on a movie set. And he picked a couple actors and he picked Nicolas Cage as his number one and he got Nicolas Cage. So he got to go to New York and um, be on the set and be in some scenes of The Magician's Assistant with Jay Baruchel, whom I'm in love with. Um, so, uh, well, it's ba- <laughs> it's based on, you know, the Disney, um, I think it's called The Magician's Assistant. You know, the, the Disney, f- like with uh, Mickey with the mops. And it's like, da, 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 da. oh, shit. No. Um, it's like a classic Disney. I don't know film. much about, th- I'm not a big Disney. I'm not either, but it's like, it's like an early, early Mickey Mouse. It doesn't matter, but it's. um. I mean, I've seen, I think that clip, oh, that little clip. The Apprentice, The Magician's Apprentice, sorry, not assistant. 
Um, no, I've never seen that. Hmm. Sorcerer's Apprentice. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh my gosh, we're there. We got there. I, it took me a long time, but I got there, and I will show it to you later. But first, we're gonna play this clip. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. But yeah, Here we go. like clip. so. So my cousin, my sh, damn it. So oh, my cousin, my cousin. Sorry, I, my cousin got to be on set for that movie, um, and he's in like some of the extra scenes. But also, he got to he got to meet um, Nicholas Cage, and. He was like really nice. And um, I remember Brandon was like, uh, he was only like five or six. And Nicolas Cage like took the time to sit with him and hang out with him for like a couple hours. And he was just like, hey, what's your toy? You got a Star Wars toy? You talked to him about Star Wars. Like, he just like made Brandon's life. So I'll always love Nicolas Cage for that. I know, right? Uh, the only movie of his I've seen is Con Air, which I love. So hilarious. How did you avoid any other Nicolas Cage movies? You know, I didn't even mean to watch Con Air. I bought Half Baked on VHS at Goodwill. <laughs> And I went to put it in and it, and it was turned Con out Air? to be Con Air. But they both have Dave Chappelle. So I was confused at first because the credits were rolling <laughs> and it said Dave Chappelle. So I was like, all right, I guess. That's an incredible but, story. <laughs> and then I watched, I got like five minutes into it. <laughs> I mean, as soon as you've never you know, seen the bar spite. You've never seen the infamous um, face off where they trade faces john travolta and nicholas cage i think that's who it is no oh my god it's so it's like the terrible it's such a terrible movie anyway okay guys let's do a clip <laughs> so this first let's clip go. this clip takes place um at the funeral and then it will go to the house after the funeral like the wake um they don't call oh. it that but that's essentially what it is i don't think you'll be able to see the picture unfortunately but you um, will be able, okay. you'll be able to hear it so here okay. we here we go what are you doing tonight, man? Uh, nothing. No, you know, no real plans. I'm just in town for a couple days, so. You should come out with us. We're gonna go over to the Gleason's house. They're having some fucking huge party or something. Supposedly. Well, yeah, supposedly. Really? He lives up on the hill. We'll probably go over there right after we bury your mom. Well, I got a shower. Same. Do you know so your mother up. redid the hallway bathroom? What? I'm sorry. What? Since I met her, she never showed an interest in anything. All of a sudden, a month ago, she wakes up. She wants to redecorate a bathroom. I helped her. Oh, it must have been fun. Well, I sew. I made you something. It's a shirt. Oh, that's, that's good. Thank you. Will you try it on now? Now? Well, in case I have to fix it before you leave again and we don't see you for another nine years, I want to make sure it fits. Oh, okay. You're going to love the material. I use the leftovers from your mother's design. Gorgeous. Just gonna pause here because the visual is amazing. I don't if you haven't seen the film, Zach Braff stands in his iconic. It's iconic. He stands in his like honestly, like sorry perks of being a wallflower, but this came first. Um, he's a literal wallflower. He's wearing a shirt that matches the walls, and he's just standing there looking so miserable. I feel like even if you haven't seen the movie, you've seen this. Oh, definitely. This shot i'll post it yeah. for sure on it's, my Instagram. it's so good i it's remember the first time seeing that i mean i was in 
eighth, I think eighth grade when this movie came out. Cause I was 13. Sure. I must, yeah. um, I was, I'm born in 91. So this is Oh four. Yeah. I must've been about 13. Uh-huh. Eighth grade. And I was just like, thought that was just so funny. And it's... that lady was just so funny <sighs> to me. Her voice. I, I made the, you the deadpan of it. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, why so? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what the darkest fucking thing is that I realized now, after so long, mm -hmm. is like the mom wanted to redecorate the bathroom because she planned to die in there. Oh, and she said, oh my God, I didn't even think about that because she, I've all always sudden, put together that the mom committed suicide. Sudden, yeah, totally. Yeah, but all she, of a sudden. She never wanted to do anything. Nice. Oh my God. Nice accent. I know. I just figured it out like this time watching it. It's been, it's been a hundred years. Okay. So I, there actually is more to this clip, but I wanted to pause and talk about it. The second half is um, where he talks to his dad, but then we'll move on from that. But you do have to kind of, you have to understand the foundation of his relationship with his father, students. I'm just kidding. So here we go. <laughs> And the faucet is always dripping too. I don't know if that's meaningful in some way. Hi. Hello. How you doing? Well, besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? You know, I'm not really sure what to say here, Dad, so I'm sorry. Mm. How are you? I'm okay. Am I getting these really bad headaches though? Um, they're really quick. It's like a like a, just a little lightning storm in my head, just for a second, and then it's gone. I just thought maybe you could help me get that checked out while I'm home. I'll go see Doctor Cohen first thing in the morning. He's a neurologist in my building. I'll call him. He'll fit you in. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Place looks good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of work on that. Really? Actually, no. I don't know why I just said that. Uh, Someone redid the uh, hallway bathroom when I saw that? Yeah, that's new. I'm glad you're here. Saying goodbye is important. Okay, so anyway, suffice it to say, he and his father do not have a functional relationship. And as we go on, we understand that, you know, he's been over-medicated his whole life because of his father. We'll get more backstory as we go on, and I don't have to give it all away. Uh, but yeah, he talks about these lightning headaches. And then pretty much af af immediately after this, he goes out to the garage and... Uh, he uncovers well they have like a hostile conversation about his mom and the dad doesn't really give anything away he's just like he tells his dad that he's trying to go off the meds and his dad is like not receptive at all really non-responsive um because that's his dad's way of fixing things he's a psychiatrist and he's like if i could medicate you i can help you like the thing about his dad is he's not a jerk he's like well-meaning but he's so uh, yeah sterile he he seems uncomfortable talking about very very it uncomfortable. makes sense that he's a psychiatrist and not 
you know, psychologist. Yes. Uh, yeah. He, he throws medicine at it. Not that that's mm -hmm. what psychiatrists do. I'm no, not that. It, yeah. A good psychiatrist, but he seems maybe more like how can let's not solve. I'm not here to solve your emotional problems. Let you bring that solution to me and I'm going to tell you how medication is going to medicate it. Right. Help. How to medicate. Right. It yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's so obviously, it's, yeah. it's obviously brought like not obvious, but it's brought up in this film that like, you know, all the medication in the world is not going to help you if you're not dealing with whatever is going on inside. Right. Absolutely. He, and mean, how can you be yeah. really even honest about what medications you might need if how can you know? Not, like dealing with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. How can you know if you've been mm -hmm. on shit since you're nine? Like lithium, dude. Right. Well, lithium. Lithium is, yeah, and I've, like I have it. actually personally tried lithium before. Really? Uh huh. Um, it, it works really well for my brother. So my, I have okay. sibling. Uh, he like, um, and so they always say like if you have a medication that works well for a sibling, right? Th yeah. To often yeah. try like try that and it'll work really well I didn't get far enough on it they start you off on a really low dose mm -hmm. and then like they test your blood to make sure everything's going good and then they'll bump you up to like a at least this is how it worked for me and so that... then they bump you up to like a therapeutic dose okay and I never got there because I um found out I was pregnant with my second daughter oh and my. then yeah pregnancy always like evens me out mentally wow. <laughs> so That's I did really, really well and then after her like um, different medications have done the trick. So lithium, I never needed to go back to that. But um, so was that? It's a, just, it's, just it's for a miracle for some people. No, um, it's for bipolar. It's a yeah. It's a that's medication. That's what I okay. That's what I thought, but I didn't. I did mm -hmm. not want to pry. So no, you, and no, no. My uh, yes, yeah. Pretty much went, like all of me, my brother, and a, and a sister. I have four siblings. Three of us. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. No. Tr no. Like. Childhood trauma, nothing sure, like that. Very um, genetic. Yeah. No, I. I yeah, I it is. Know. Like, it's actually very extensive within, like, on my mom's side in particular. Like, sure. Yeah. My mom's side has a lot of mental illness as well. But, um, um and addiction. The good thing is they, they are, like, very, like, they're open about it. So it's always been, like, something oh, I've known about. Fantastic. Not always, like, in particular details. But anyway, lithium but but is a great, amazing first. Good. Like, it works amazing for pe some people that I know. But oh, it sure. is very like it's a mood stabilizer. So it's like for people right. who have my brother in particular. I mean, no one I know listens to this, but like my <laughs> brother in particular is like he's he's like yeah he's um got like moods not moods sure. but like um he's extreme sure. and it's like definitely like just like mellows you out. And so I can understand like if you aren't mm -hmm. extreme taking it. Yeah, it would just not just mellow you out. It would like flatten. It would flatten you. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's why it's surprising for this character because he's already so flat, and you he never has a history of bipolar or anything like that. The only he has this one which he just you has get to trauma, like which violent. Yeah, yeah, which is like oh my god. Um, mm -hmm. As yeah. a behavioral therapist, horrifying to me that he was treated this way fictionally but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, w I was just gonna say my only knowledge of lithium like with anyone that I know is with a cousin who's extremely schizophrenic so mm. I was just like wow <laughs> like lithium what but that's kind of their point well I mean about sometimes it, about him, bipolar about him. like like 
I don't know a lot about bipolar two, but like bipolar one, like sometimes your mania can get to like delusion. Sure. No, I believe that sometimes I, yes. people get misdiagnosed as schizophrenic. So like, wow, those okay. are like, if you have that type of mania, okay. Like it's some people yeah. are like delusional. When no, I, I, I totally. Like and so yeah. like, it brings you down for sure. Yeah. So I could see it working for schizophrenics. Definitely. Right. And my cousin is like, unfortunately, like not very functional like and he mm -hmm. does have a lot it's a whole other story he's like no, yeah a lot no, older. I, know. I know but um but yeah unfortunately it's really just about like maintenance for him like he's never mm. gonna be like well but or like a... independent oh gosh no he's yeah. in his mid-50s and he lives mm -hmm. in a facility um mm -hmm. <laughs> that's another story for another episode <laughs> um but yeah no judgment meant i just know it's a serious like a it's a it's drug. a serious drug but yeah it's but i'm glad that it's helpful great. for those that need it like and it should, sure. be, it should be controlled and it should be considered serious and someone's random mass dad shouldn't be giving it to them just there's a very great um this american life episode actually about oh, fuck, um really about oh. a bipolar one girl and her experience with mania and like her first episode of mania and I don't think like her experience with lithium. Yeah. If it's a good can, one. It's a good one. I got to search that up. Um, if you can think of that. And I actually think the whole episode is about lithium and they, <sighs> it might be called. Lithium. I don't know I'll if I'm like, <laughs> going, I don't know if I am imagining this part. They might talk about like lithium mining too. Like, Ooh, I bet they would. in in this American life, like one of the segments, sure i could be imagining that and that might be like some other well, random youtube video i've watched and i'm just piecing it together but that's also i know loud. that they have that's the, allowed <laughs> <laughs> i know they have the the story of the girl the bipolar girl um that's great i love this american life so so good much. yeah so yeah. i suggest that um yeah so they're like guys i'm not gonna lie i have a lot of clips um <laughs> hope good. that's okay uh this movie is just so clippable I can't, it's a little bit challenging, um, but I swear it's not the whole movie, um, but there, this part's just funny and I like to include, um, you know, levity because it's a pretty heavy film if you think about it. Like it's about a lot, it's about a lot. It's about mental, mental illness and oh, death, pain suicide. And death, suicide, um, depression, drugs, addiction, stealing, yeah. grave robbing, literally like, we'll get yeah. there. <laughs> Childhood dead drama, pets. like we're dead, all of it, all the dead pets, adoption, possibly ah! <laughs> yeah, seriously. with her brother. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. We're... Yeah. Tatembe. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't get to that part. So anyway, um, yeah, there's a lot and I, I don't care. I love this movie. It's my podcast and I want to make you guys listen to clips and Betsy said it's fine. So, mm. um, so this <laughs> clip is, um, party i just called it party um but oh wait sorry it's not even the party it's before the party when uh, i forgot to get his name but this actor is very recognizable but he his character's name is kenny the the cop and i just love oh. i love this part because it's so it's so it rings so true of like running into someone that you weren't really friends with but you knew and you're like really like this is you. yeah you it's just you're great. the cop it's so yeah. great so I'm just i mean that it. definitely like yeah at first when i okay so sorry i meant to get to this point um so andrew goes in the garage he's like i gotta get the fuck out of here and he uncovers um like a old school like a, a motor like a moped motorcycle like with a sidecar um and at first i thought it was a riding lawnmower 
when I first saw this movie, but it's not. It's a it's a it's like a lower speed motorcycle with a sidecar. And so he's driving it to the party and he gets pulled over. And this is just a very charming scene. And it really showcases um, Zach Braff's Zach Braff's writing and acting abilities. And also I forget this actor's name. I always think of him as like a poor man's Charlie Day, even though he's great, but like he's Oh, oh that's a good description. Yeah. This scene also reminds me of like it gives me the sense that his town was kind of the same size as the town that I grew up in, which is sure. like there are a lot of people like you pretty much know everyone. It's Ugh, small enough yeah. to know everyone, but mm -hmm. not big enough to where you are like good friends with everyone. And so I feel like if I went back to my hometown, I'd run into someone. Yeah, it would be Dude, very similar. Every fucking yeah. time I go to Gilroy, Gilroy, California, what's up? My hometown. It's exactly <laughs> like that. It's a small, it's a big, small suburb. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. So yeah, every time I'm there, I'm just like, I don't want to see anyone I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Except I saw someone from high school and elementary school. Um, Robert, sup, Robert, you'll never listen yeah, to this. What's up? Never, he would never listen to this he's like so religious it's hilarious oh my god but i did see him the other day and that was fine um but i don't want to see anyone especially like people i've dated but anyway um so this know. is <laughs> god, oh girl no. girl you don't even know like the, the second to the last time i was in gilroy i saw my i'm my just like not like my ex ex like my abusive ex i was like fuck and he was working where oh. we were it sucked he was oh. like, here's some complimentary wine. I'm like, great. That <laughs> makes up for everything. Anyway, I'm fine. It's fine. Mm. I, ther I did therapy about okay, it. Okay, good. good. <laughs> so, I haven't run into an ex like ever. I don't think. That's good. Well, I mean, since I've been with my husband, like ever in this relationship. Sure. Yeah. Because we've been like moved out. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Totally. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I, it's just, it's, it's what I carry with me. I've, I've come a long way. Actually, it was really enlightening because... When I saw him, my immediate like brain was like, oh, just be nice. And I hated that. And afterwards, I was mm. like, I keep, I wasn't my friend and I didn't do anything wrong. But afterwards, I was talking. And of course, I told Kyler, my fiance, immediately. He wasn't there, unfortunately. But afterwards, I was like, I keep feeling like I did something wrong. And of course, like, Kyler's like, you didn't do anything wrong. I know. And I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong. But I'm like, you know what? I did to myself. I betrayed myself by being kind because he doesn't deserve my kindness. No, so I I'm, yeah, I made that decision. Like, no, next time I walk away. Next time I walk away. So mm -hmm. I need I think I needed it. I think I needed I have, it. Is it that you want to just like, be it's able I'm to a, be a, on a good note with everyone yes, from your past. Yes, because I'm a fucking people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I'll be like, what about the one time where they were nice? Like, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> then, like, everyone has bad moments, right? Exactly. It's so, it's 100%. Oh, it's 100%. Doing, yeah, I'm making excuses. It's 100% the codependent in me. But luckily, I've done lots of therapy about it. And I'm in therapy. So, like, don't worry. I'm not following mm, through with that instinct it's just it it's it, just I a thought to, yeah i have to understand that that's my instinct and mm -hmm. you know anyway guys Good that you recognize it thank you betsy this has been my therapy session brought to you by betsy <laughs> i love it i love it okay and on that note here's our reward this clip <laughs> all right guys you guys the music the music Uh 
hands on your head, please. What? I said, put your motherfucking hands on your head. Please. 82 and a 25. What are you gonna tell me? You're late or you're just tired? I was- Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I love this. Largeman? Kenny? Holy shit! Okay, for those of you that are mad at me for not knowing his name, Michael Weston. Born 1973, are you kidding me? Ooh! God, he looks good. He was in, um... A lot of things. Oh, well, he's I guess a... that would only make him thirty. You know, oh. then when this movie came out, which oh, I was like, now, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Back then, I'm just surprised because he doesn't even look older now. He does have a baby face in this movie very much, and he's he like does. kind of a smaller guy. You guys know him, like he's in, like he's such a, he's a very. I don't know him from anything else, really. Is he? He's maybe a, it's. I know him. I know him as a character actor, and also I just realized he was definitely on Scrubs as a patient. And he, yeah, makes sense. Okay. Anyway, guys, sorry. Let's let's continue the the clip. Oh man, how you doing? I'm I'm great. Your mom just died. I know. I mean, that's why you're home. Yeah. Yep. You're a cop, Kenny? Yeah, I know. I know. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of anything better to do. <laughs> no, but it's really cool, though, man. People really listen to you. I mean, they have to. <laughs> Yo, and check this shit out. That's the safety. Oh, cool. And plus the benefits, man. If I get shot, I'm like, mmm, <laughs> But, Kenny, the last time I saw you, you were doing coke lines off a urinal. La, 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 la. <laughs> no, I had to grow up, man. It's time to grow up. Plus, I wasn't making shit in that fish market. Uh, no one knew who I was. Laid. I can't it's a much stand better situation. No one knew who I was. That's so good. Speaking of good, um, how'd I do? What do you mean? I don't know. You know, just the whole. You mean like, as a cop? Yeah. Well, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I thought you were a dick, so I guess that's good. Nice. So, what the fuck, man? You're this huge movie star now? I heard you did some, uh, you played a big football player or something? I didn't see it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's this thing. <laughs> Fucking De Niro and shit. Okay. I love that so much. Fucking De Niro and shit. He's like... just so, uh, so funny. I mean, they have to. <laughs> he totally He's says waving. That. He's waving yeah. his gun around. It's hilarious. I, I just, it's so good. I... <laughs> I love his character. And, and this is his only scene, but he kind of steals the show, and I just had to he is. He's, play he's that right. clip. And my cl the clip is just called Kenny, question mark. <laughs> so then they go. He Then he arrives at the party. Uh, it's not at the rich friend's house, but they do. he does reunite with his rich friend, who wasn't rich before, but made a killing off of inventing, quote-unquote, silent Velcro. Mm -hmm. Which I... Pretty sure already exists. Do have now? Yeah, I don't know if it, it's not exactly Velcro. It's just plastic on plastic. But well, you can't call it Velcro if it's not Velcro brand. <laughs> oh, it's like it's called Band Aid. There's exactly that's one of my favorite games to play. But do you know that there's a God? This is gonna be the longest episode ever. I'm so sorry, Betsy. Did you no, know I'm there's gonna... a there's a whole promotional video from Velcro that's like don't call it Velcro. If it's not Velcro, because they'll lose like the patent. It's called "Don't Say Velcro." Oh, because if something just becomes known as, as Velcro, that... then they lose their they. It's a law, like um, 
That makes sense. Fucking, what was it? What is it? The uh, Escalator. Escalator was a brand that made the Escalator, you know, the <gasps> moving staircase. <gasps> well, I mean, but... I would be pissed too. Yeah, same. <laughs> Don't steal my shit. No, this is a great <laughs> video. Can I, I'll cut, I might cut it out. Can I play it for you? But like, it's really funny. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's do it. And you'll be able to see it because it's YouTube. Okay. 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 She's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> A message from the lawyers at Velcro Companies. Is so successful everywhere you go, well, at least they're leaning into it. Hell yeah. Harry Fastener, and you say, hey, that's Velcro. But even though we invented this stuff, a patent lapsed 40 years ago. <laughs> no matter who else makes it, you still want to call it Velcro. You think it's awesome for us, we're famous. But we're lawyers and it's causing us grief. Shoes, our trademark will get killed. Yeah. We aren't just doing this for us. We're doing it for all the successful brands that got so popular people started using Who is this guy? the wrong way. So please remember. What position does he have in Velcro that he got this? Clean up your socks. The cross-eyed spokesman. <laughs> if you have blood from a boober you made, this is a bandage and not a If you're a <laughs> Rollerblading? Yeah. <laughs> Love her, that's cute. I just love it. That's cute. I love oh, it. And yeah, also, they're leaning into it. That's also one of my favorite games to play is like, what's a brand that gets used as a noun? <laughs> and you got so many of them. You're like, Band-Aid. That's the only one. Yeah, Rollerblade. Um, Xerox. Um, uh, fuck. Uh, Ziploc. Uh, yeah. I think Q I didn't know that's a brand, though. Q-Tip. No, not that you didn't know. Just like, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Q-Tip. Q -tip. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Q-tip. Post it. Post it. <gasps> Romy and Michelle. That's the next movie we should do. Do you like that movie? Um, I think I saw bits and pieces of it, like okay, <laughs> a long time ago on ABC Family, but that it was still ABC Family. Extremely random. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of Velcro, just kidding. <laughs> After all that, um, they go. He goes to the party, and I did not clip this, but the the party is essentially, um, you know, he gets there and he's like, hey man, it's good to see you. And Mark uh, is there, and the friend that, the gravedigger friend. He's like, oh my God, you actually came. And he's like, wait, I gotta show you something. And he takes him downstairs. And it's another another friend, um, shoot, I forgot his name. Is it Andrew? Hold on. 
Nope, that's the main character's name is Andrew. Um, guys, sorry, I'm looking through my notes, and it's taking a long time. But it's gonna happen. Okay, never mind. I can't find it. Anyway, um, there. Well. We'll get to it later, but he has a friend that was rich from making silent Velcro, and that's who he sees in the basement. And he's like, hey, man, how you been? And he's like, what are you doing with your money? He's like, nothing, you know? So he's a little bit lost, and that's we get back to that. Um, but this friend, he's a very nice friend, um, and he keeps coming up, but he, like, you know, he's just talking about how he's successful, but it's sort of meaningless. And so there's all these, like, 20, they're supposed to be, like, 25-year-olds. I believe the woman that makes out with Andrew is a very famous model now. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, she looks it. She's very pretty. Um, Tall. That, yeah. Thin she, type. Just, she's just a model. She looks like a model and, yeah. and is a model and probably was hired because she's a model. Because what happens at this party, and there, there's a bunch of adults in the basement. Like, it's not, you know, they're not kids. And they're passing a joint around. And, like, to this, I was kind of like, really? Do people still do that? But then I'm yeah, like, oh, I mean, right. I, I was like, oh, right. COVID didn't happen. Yet. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I was actually at a wedding in Colorado recently and people oh, were no. passing a joint around. So Freaking Colorado, man. Anyway, it's all vaxxed. Everyone's vaxxed. You know, but yeah, it's, yeah, Colorado. I don't I hope. Yeah. If the people you're with were vaxxed, that's great. Yes. But... Yeah, yes. The people in the. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, as I smoke my weed. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Are you jealous? <laughs> yeah, it's. um. Yeah, Texas, <coughs> man. Oh, shit. I know. Every time I, well, I visit my friend, my, my best friend lives in El Paso. and Oh, I bet El Paso's even, yeah. I will uh, not bring weed there, I would dude. not weed, yeah, I would not smoke weed. <laughs> I would weed, not so. fuck with that. Hell no. No, um, no, no. But I wish. Um, No, but when she comes here, we're good. But anyway, <laughs> um, so they're passing a joint. But honestly, to me, I was like, what's that going to do to a grown man? Like a tiny puff off a little joint? Nothing. Nothing. It, joints are gross. It, yeah, gross. unless you have the whole thing It's just thing like a yourself. novel experience. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And even then, it's like, you need like a bong, like if you're going to try and get like ripped, you know? Anyway. um, or I, Oh, my gosh. That sounds like... That's like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what is he, what's the line? He says, like, how old, or he's like, yeah, do I want to do, do this? I mean, how old he's are like, we? How old are we? Yeah, exactly. How old are they? Exactly. Well, like, he says, want to play They're spin. all 18. Yeah. Oh, spin the bottle. That's the bottle. Yeah. He's like, more importantly, how old are they? they? And he's like, they're all legal, I think. Or oh, yeah. all legal, sorry, not illegal. I slurred that. Um, Look, oh, Mark. They're all illegal, I think. Oh, God. No, that's no, Mark. Different. Jesse, 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 fuck. This guy's name is Jesse. Okay. Damn, I just sounded like I was fucking. I forgot that too. Um, I, I wrote it down. I did not remember it. Do not credit my brain. Um, so Jesse, the rich guy, is like, well, if you don't want more weed, um, take this. Okay. Oh, because that's right. Mark, the gravedigger, is gonna do a is gonna do a bong hit, and um, Andrew's like, nah not dog and then he's like we'll just do this and he gives him x ecstasy and it's a pill with like the crossed out eyes you know and the smile it has a star eyes star oh sorry star oh thank you um i actually I watched the like um back this was like one of the only dvds my friend had my best friend who lived across the street from me 
in I eighth grade. It. So we just rewatched it. it and we Hell yeah. would watch like the commentary, the DVD commentary. <laughs> yes. And so he said like they took a long time figuring out what to put on that pill. Like wow, really? Like what kind of face? Yeah. To, or like I love what shit to put like on that. that pill. Yeah. I and then also like that, if dude. when coming up when they go to do the lines of Coke. Right. It's on an extreme golfing book, and they also. Oh like, right, oh, that's that. what he offers him. He offers him coke. He goes here. Yeah, you know. lines of I... coke on a, like an extreme golf book, and so they said they also thought like a that lot about. That took them time, really, because like, it's they, so it's noticeable. Funny, they're just little like Easter egg, like silly yeah. things. It's, they yeah. are. They are the east. The golfing one is funny too because yeah, extreme I think golf. It, it just it just <laughs> reminds you that this is somebody's parents' house, like. Even though we're all in our twenties, and also just like extreme golf, that seems like a oxymoron. Yes, <laughs> that's like saying extreme like like water aerobics. <laughs> yeah, extreme gardening, extreme <laughs> like meditation. Exactly. There you go. Bing, ding, 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 ding. Oh god. Oh my gosh. Okay, I was with my client the other day on the beach. He's six. God, I fucking love this kid. And we were playing. He came out. He's like, I want to hide. Like, let's hide some. We were doing session, and he was like, Let's play hide the treasure. And I was like, Okay. And we look for the X, you know, it's like hide and seek expertise hiding treasure, which is a rock. And we take turns, you know, closing our eyes and counting. And I closed my eyes and just waited. But when he went to close his eyes, he said, You know, I'm going to take this time to meditate. I swear to God. And this little six year old sits there and he just does this with his hands. He does the little ohms and he just sits oh there my quietly. Gosh. Well, you can I tell he treasure. probably learned, which is good, learned that from a parent. Oh, fuck yeah. His mom's and that's amazing. And his that's, mom's, that's, his mom's that's so good because at that yeah. age, like when kids do like really that? adult stuff like that, it's cute, but it's also like a, a, a good reflection. So You're like, oh, endearing. Okay, yes. You're like, it's endearing. God. Yes. Because yes. it's like, oh, that kid's getting loved. He's going to be okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. His mom's the best. Or and, trying. Yeah. And he said, um, he said to me when it was my, his turn to hide, he goes, you should try meditating too. Like, okay i will and i fucking did betsy i swear to god i was like you know what he's right today's been tough and i did and i spent like two minutes on that rock being like just be in the moment and i swear to god it helped my whole day so we can all learn from six-year-olds is all i'm For saying real. take a deep breath and count to four that's what daniel tiger says oh you gotta try new foods because they might taste good that's also what daniel tiger that's says good one that's a good one. Great. Daniel Tiger has Bro, a lot of good. Naps come I was back. just singing that to my daughters in the car. My whole and life, girl. My older one was like, I don't like that one. She's like, I like a lot of his songs, but I don't like that one. That's not one of his hits, mom. Like, that one's and I was not like, really. I, you do like that one. Was, she was just in was, a bad mood. She's yeah. like, we had to leave the carnival. She was just mad. So she's like, I don't like that one. She would have she's said like, she I'm, didn't like any song I was I'm singing. I'm mad at that, that grown ups came back to the carnival and come home. <laughs> no, we were there the whole time. We didn't leave <laughs> yeah no she was just like I, mm, no i don't yeah how do they feel about peppa pig oh my girls love peppa um love peppa, dude. she's so and i mean peppa Pepping does i know some i was just having a splash 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 sorry i'll wrap yeah like i was i'll just say this super quick we can get back to the movie no, but like i was time. just talking to my mom friend about peppa and her we're like <laughs> okay the only thing like it's cute but she, She's got a little bit of an attitude. So it's oh, yeah, she's not my favorite character by far. Like And so although she always redeems herself mm -hmm. in the end. The kids, yeah, you know, I feel you. really I feel just you. listen to that. So you're but whatever, it's cute. So and I'm not like crazy. She's a little entitled. About... Peppa's a little entitled. I'll right. And then just like um but like dad, I feel like daddy like pig. British. She's her. got like mm-hmm. And then it's just got like a lot of like 
adult kind of jokes thrown in you can tell for parents and I'm like oh she's got a little bit of attitude she does she does mm-hmm. but I feel like like um Madame Gazelle is always like Papa like the fuck you know oh I know I Madame can't believe I'm Gazelle. having a I feel like um you These know are the what? serious conversations I have now at this point in my life. I do too. Hey, child psych, like the, the books panel. Anyways, you guys, it's true. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. So, I, I, yeah. I, I give a shit. Yeah. I, I do. I truly do. I mean, t- the kid, the shows that kids watch on TV are important. Uh, yeah. You know, to to d- the way that they act. Is. My you girls know... copy all the time. And my son too, when he was little, like mm-hmm. they copy the that's why they say ready, steady, go when they go down the slide <laughs> instead of ready, set, go. So it's, yeah. That's cute. And also books. Like, um, oh, of course. Yeah. I love a book. I love a book on a screen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can have screen time. But Reading it's Rainbow. Be, it's going to be a book. Yeah. Or just like YouTube is full of like any book that you don't have that you want your kid to read. Mm-hmm. They'll like a child children's book. There's someone reading it on, on YouTube, you know, like Grouchy Ladybug or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, interesting. Um, my public library does that now. Ever Sweet. since Corona, they've been doing like virtual story times. Oh my god! And adorable. uploading them. I know. That's um, great. I love. It's not the like same that. because it's nice to like be with the other kids. Oh, absolutely. I understand. It's cute, yeah. and I like comparing my kids to the others. And I'm like, <laughs> you're my always kids like, they're doing better. We're <laughs> not. I'm always just like, oh, they're way cuter. No, I you know, actually, look at it. <laughs> I'm not even a parent. And I totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> with the kids that are that's like I'm a, that funny. I'm close to like no, my, yeah, yeah. my client of course, and my of, niece. Course, of course not just yeah. like random or you, uh, yeah I'm sure you always like my niece is cuter well fuck yeah or like hey my client is listening and check it out no one else is listening <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah see how good she's doing but then when your yours is the one like having a hard time you're like no one judge me okay it's, no, it's normal <laughs> it's normal yeah yeah, yeah. no I, t- I totally am right there with you I I'm such a parent without children it's weird um so uh anyways guys we watched a movie um and after the party so basically nothing really happens except that he does x and everybody else is partying and having fun and the 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 noticeable thing is he's just sitting there you know he is high but he's just sitting there observing he's not you can he's smiling he's smiling at some points throughout the scene which is different but he's not a part of it every and even his smile is kind of like yeah, like, you know, just kind of like, like a practice smile. Like if you were yeah. practicing how to smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just, he wants to be connected and he can't be. And like, for me, like, that's how you feel when you're depressed. I, and I'm sure you, like, obviously you know mm-hmm. this. We, we've just mm-hmm. talked about like <laughs> the things that yeah. you've dealt with. You know, that feeling where, and and I, when this movie came out, I was in a really deep de- bout of depression mm-hmm. in that year. And I loved this movie so much, not because it made me sad, but because it made me feel like, oh, yeah, that's how I feel like that. I'm not alone, but it's not a cliche. And it's also not a child portraying it. It's an adult. Like, I get that. I feel that. Like That's interesting that you because I yeah. did not relate as a teen. I oh, did okay. not like I was 19 or 20 before I had like. Sure, sure. It, something. Like, yeah, something so sudden. Yeah. Well, and, yours, like you said, yours is all genetic, right? So yes, it makes yeah. sense that well, I think. <laughs> well, it, I just mean like it. It does make sense. Yeah. That, that would hit you later, especially for women. I think that typically those things. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Statistically, mine is all like experience based. So it 
I was already okay. just depressed because I'd, you know, fucking been molested and shit. And like, also, oh. my childhood was challenging. I loved my parents there. So you were already relating. Did that make yeah. you feel like you wanted to be older? Like, yes, always. Yes, absolutely. 100%. But also okay. scared of being older because I'd be alone and I'd miss my mom. Like, it was just this dichotomy of like, I want to be a little kid, but I also want to be adult. Like, it really fucked with me being hurt as a kid because it was like, it propelled me into adulthood in a way that I didn't want to be there. But I also was like, well, I'll be able to do make my own choices when I'm an adult. But also, I just was strongly, and I still do strongly cling to my mom and my childhood. So, if I relate, I mean, I feel the same way when I got pregnant. I felt like a sense, it was like a big, like, sense of like grief for my innocence, kind of. Like, (sighs) like, I felt a little sad and guilty. Like, that you're like, you want to be like, a kid for your parents almost you're like yes oh I'm sorry that I'm not like a kid anymore yeah and yeah. so it's like but at the same time like I wanting to be so mature because like sure. of the situation I was in so I'm like yeah so I completely understand oh yeah totally so relating to this movie at I did not at that age but I do now definitely yeah, but exactly like even if you didn't know that you would feel that way in the future mm-hmm. you still recognized the movie, well, it was, it, was I awesome. didn't like understand. Yeah, it, it's, um, yeah, it was harder to understand. Sure. Well, mm-hmm. I, I get that. Um, you know, and a lot of times I didn't understand why certain things affected me the way they did because I didn't talk about any of this stuff. It was just, it was really buried for till like a few years ago, like mm-hmm. honestly. So, um, yeah, it was really fucking hard. And there were other things that compounded that trauma and, I was just really solitary. I felt really solitary and I, I, it was really hard for me to, I couldn't access happy and that was really hard. And I knew that I needed to for other people and I could fake it. Yeah. I was about to say, did you feel like, like in those yeah. moments where you're supposed to be happy, you're faking it. And yeah. it's like, weird. It, I've felt that now. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to be happy. Like, and that's when, you know, things, shit's not right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh to, yeah. And then looking back, you're like, Oh, like I was supposed was, to be enjoying that moment. Exactly. Like when my mental health takes a dip, that's how I can recognize it is when I'm like, oh, I can't reach happy right Isn't now. Isn't that so great that you can, re- like you're at a yeah. point where you can no, recognize it, it though. Like it even is. just it that is. is so nice because it's a big then change. you don't have to like spiral in order to know to get and help. And you know or it's like, not, and you know it's not you. It's not your fault. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's medical. And yeah. It's totally you can address it. Which well, yeah, is for really me, helpful. it's like to know the sign, like when I, 10 years ago, when I first mm-hmm. got a diagnosis, like I couldn't tell the signs that I was about to go into like a manic state or, sure. or different. And so like, like I said, I would have to spiral in order for me to be like, Absolutely. oh shit, I need like help. Yeah. And then now it's been so long since I've had to do that because like, I can recognize those signs. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and you can, so, isn't that great? It's it awesome. is. It is. Honestly, this is what my sister and I talk about all the time. I feel mm. like I'm talking to my sister. <laughs> like, uh, I know. Like, same. In a great way. Same yeah, because, like, uh, I mean, how, how, old are, how old are you? I'm 100. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm 33. So we're Okay, all, you, we're you are. Now. Okay, yeah. So you're two. My sister graduated high school in 2005. I'm 2006. Okay, and I'm 2010. So. Oh, okay. So we're 
more like four years of prep. But still, yeah, but I, I'm like at the beginning. Year. I'm born in October, so it's like oh, the okay. very yeah. beginning of. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, definitely. I feel like, like we're still like kind of really like I relate to everything you're saying. And so. then as you get older too, like the uh, five years gaps are so much smaller. So small. Like my husband, like is two years younger than me, and oh, sometimes sure. I'm like you don't remember that from childhood he's like no because back then two years was like a big difference a big deal yeah yeah no. you know what's funny though kyler's the same age as me and he doesn't remember anything that i remember <laughs> men just have bad memories they just say they seriously suck. and my sister is four years older than me and we have the same so it's like whatever like mm-hmm. we, it's, it's all about experience you know definitely like how you experience things but um damn yeah you're right it is it is it's a blessing to know and you know mm-hmm. what? I think we're also blessed a little bit because as fucking hard as it is to have mental, like whatever you want to call it, mental illness, what like mental issue. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anxiety, whatever the fuck. Whatever. Call it whatever. I don't call care. Whatever. <laughs> but no. as hard as it is to have that, don't you think it makes us like smarter, better people? <laughs> uh, my mom tells me that all the time. Yeah. She is. She constantly is like, I think we, I, I, she's like, I feel like I can think deeper and like have more like, empathy uh, oh yeah I mean def- yeah empathy is de- is definitely a thing but um Respect. yeah and also just like per- um intuition it just feels yeah. like um yeah. I have a better like I can get like a read on things because I'm constantly thinking you're hyper vigilant probably like mm-hmm. me <laughs> yeah yeah I so totally get that. my mom my mom always made sure to like tell us that like but this is like yeah it's Aww. like a bad it can be a you're bad thing mom. but I love your mom she's so great. She sounds so wonderful <laughs> what's your mom's name Sarah <gasps> she she's has so my name yes but she spells it with just an just uh I guess I just don't even see it as the same because hers is just S-A-R-A Oh, like well, the biblical, yeah, Sarah. That's fine. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because some Bibles, there's an H and some Bibles. Are, I think the he, it's more of a Hebrew thing to have an H, which is funny because I'm not I'm not Jewish at all. But that is going to come up. I mean, I wish, like, honestly. I, uh, uh, I, wish, I, I wish I was Jewish. I, I do. I love that. I actually really like the Jewish religion. Are you? Uh, do you have No. Um, no, I'm not religious. Were no, we don't. anything? Um, yeah, my mother's family is like very religious. Um, uh, and so she kind of is, but Catholic or, uh, her mom is Catholic. It's crazy. My grandfather was a Episcopal, no, not Episcopal, Presbyterian minister. Okay. And after he retired from that, his wife, my grandma converted Uh to Catholicism and then when oh, my grandpa wow. passed away, she gave him a Catholic funeral, even though he was Ooh. not Catholic. I know. Um, but they were just very, but they're like, I, my mom's family is that's what she believes. like hippie religious, kind of like the very 70s <laughs> Christian <laughs> revival. That's what, that's what my parents are. Where it's like of. very loving and yes, like music. Accepting. We all, we like when they, my mom has eight siblings. So, and mm-hmm. we all have a huge family. So when we get together, it's like, we sing music and have like, Oh, camp. that's wonderful. And like, oh, I am not anti-religion. My, I no, but religion. I'm not religious that's myself. Fine. Um, I don't, I but, don't consider so, yeah. myself religious. I have faith. I was, I grew up Lutheran. Um, mm-hmm. It's really close to Presbyterian and similar to you. It was a very, like what you're saying is a very hippie church mm-hmm. and it was all about love and, and like 
Mm-hmm. God Sin. loves you no matter Singing. what. Yeah, just yeah. That. It, it, there was like, it wasn't like a Baptist hell, like a no focus there on was hell. A, there was actually no talk of hell at my church. I'm not, I'm not Catholic, so I went to a Baptist <laughs> summer camp. Oh, geez. Uh, oh, for geez. a few years, and I like remember them. They had like a cat of nine tails, and they would like whip this tree, and they'd be like, "This is what Jesus went through for you." Like shit out of me. I thought you were gonna say they whipped you. I was like, "Oh "Oh." my god, no, 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 no!" They whipped the tree in front of us, which is still terrifying. And then they told my sister she wasn't Christian because her shorts were too short. Oh my god! Like Texas Baptists are crazy. Like they've got guns. They're crazy. This is wild. Yeah, (laughs) like Catholic. Catholicism is like less extreme than that what you just described that's insane well because the Baptists I think particularly the white Texan Baptists are very focused on hell and fear and punishment and Mm -hmm. beating hurting your kids and like like I said like it's all it's very like violent so guys so don't send your kids to Baptist summer don't camp camp good news ironically is don't go there guys that's like too obvious a name it's like meh I don't want to trust you that's wild yeah no I feel you Um, isn't it weird my parents just sent me there too they're like I guess this one's good well like, you know you never know and like back then in like the 90s and early 2000s like shit was it wasn't like it is now yeah like, we didn't have yelp we didn't have yelp we didn't have um helicopter moms <laughs> yet like except no. for ours but yeah. um anyway so back to, sorry I, I love talking to you so much i just i have to get back to the movie or this is never gonna no, finish no 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 um sorry so you guys, can cut as much as this Oh, I'm I don't not know. Cu- if you are cut you kidding me? I don't, I don't cut shit unless you want me to, but no, I'm not um, going to. Cut it all. Can we just start <laughs> over? Can we actually? Can we start over? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tomorrow. Hour and a half in. I know, right? No, it's this is so this is gold. Okay, so after the party, so basically all that happens is Zach Braff makes out with the model girl while on ecstasy. Um, and he's like, uh, what does he say? Like, this is fun or something like that. Um, I don't remember. It's like awkward. Everyone, and this is a theme. It's awkward. Everyone's watching him. Like, why is he so weird? Why is he just sitting Mm -hmm. there? Um, oh, that's it. They go, they're like, large, large. Cause his last name's large. Large. And then he goes, he goes, what? Who's up? And they laugh because he's out of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's so out of it. So anyway, he make, he gets to make out with a model. I guess that's fine. Um, and then after the party, he wakes up. And I just have to say this for the clip to make sense. He wakes up on the couch of Mark's couch. Um, Mark, the grave digger. He lives with his mom. And he wakes up and he on the couch and he's like, the fuck? And he, ha- he just has balls written on his forehead. Of course, he doesn't know this. And the squeaking sound you hear is... Um, <laughs> a costume and it'll make sense in a second so basically i think i have to cue it up a little bit so basically um you guys know um the big bang theory i forgot the kid's name but um uh fucking sheldon from the big bang theory is walk suddenly walking by did you not realize who that was i don't watch the big bang theory i don't either but my parents do now 
Okay. Or they did. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Well, and he's a good actor. I, I forgot his name, but I like this actor. He's, you know, he he's won Emmys. He's very famous. And there's young Sheldon now. And it's also exciting because he portrays somebody with autism. And, you know, that's a big deal. In the um, Big Bang? In the Big Bang, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He has Asperger's in the Big Bang. Okay. Um, And I like that. And it's great. I, I yeah, also don't watch cool. the show, but I have to say it. My parents like it. And my dad. I mean, it seems like a How I Met Your Mother type. I fucking show. love How I Met Your Mother. I just, I so, don't. Yeah, me too. I mean, I love it in the way that, like, yeah, I don't think it's clever, but I, I think it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's not this generation's like Cheers. I understand that, but it's yeah. like a good show, right? Big yeah. Bang, Big Bang, also. But my dad likes it. And I, I respect that because my dad is like an engineer and a physicist, and he says they never get the science wrong. And I'm like, well, at least there's that. Okay, that is good. <laughs> I'm like, at least there's Give that. Give him credit. Yeah. yeah, right. Anyways, off the, off the, off topic. But the, so he must be so young here. I forget his name. I'm sorry, you guys. You can tell me in the comments. But he plays um, a very young man that they know from high school who works at Medieval Times with Mark's mom who's, you know, upwards of 50 uh, at this point. And he's there because clearly it's implied he spent the night with the mom and Mark is giving him shit um, uh, because what the fuck are you doing? And they're there? eating breakfast at this and tiny they're eating, table. They're eating breakfast at a tiny table. This is tiny house. kitchen. They're all it's right just, next it's to so each other. It's so ridiculous. And fucking like, Zach Braff is just sitting there like, Wide eyed like a fucking deer in headlights, doesn't even know that his forehead says balls. And he's just like, How do I get out of here? And I know this feeling. Do you know this feeling? I know this feeling of like not with a man, not waking up with a man particularly, but like just staying waking at a friend's up. house and you're like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I was yes, I was just thinking about this. I have like it gives me very bad anxiety, <laughs> like that wake up period Hell, if I'm with someone yes. that I don't know like my husband oh, and like my family essentially mm -hmm. are the only people that I want to be around me and my kids Same. when I wake up because I don't know it's a very vulnerable state that you're in it really is and, and for especially me, very, if you're hungover yeah I'm usually cranky I'm not hungover necessarily well I mean like they're at a party so I like oh, I'm assuming they're hungover they're, in this movie yeah and that's why they're getting stoned AF, and he just like, slept on like the couch so he's just, uh, I, ugh, it just brings he me back to like there. the worst ah, feeling yes. of like waking up on a friend's couch after a party and just like that crusty oh, I just want to go home yes am I okay to like get me out of here yeah I might still be drunk, but I'm going to find my car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't drunk drive. But like, you're shaky because you all you did was or, drink yeah. and pass out. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm going to play I'm gonna play this scene. <laughs> you guys, we are nowhere near anywhere in this movie. But this is such a great scene. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is definitely going to be a two-parter. Okay. Here we go. So, Tim. How long have you been working at Medieval Times? Three years, but I've only been a knight for two. You have to pay your dues. I worked in the stables and helped in the kitchen. When I started, he was making the coleslaw. It hasn't been the same since you got knighted. I really just stirred it. Don't be modest. Mr. Modesty won the joust last night. Congratulations. It's not that big a deal. It's fixed. What was it that happened to you in high school? You had a thing. I forgot what it was. I got the shit kicked out of him. No, he didn't. How do you know? He got the shit kicked out of him by Tyrell Freeman. 
I fucked him up, too. He knocked your teeth out. He only chipped one tooth. So, uh, what are you up to now, Mark? You're digging graves? Mark's getting into real estate. Tim can speak Klingon. What? No, I can't. Yes, you can. What the fuck is Klingon? Like the Star Trek guys? Yeah, he can speak their language. No, she's kidding. No, I'm not. Why are you being shy? Yeah, don't be shy, Tim. It's, it's just it's made up. This guy who plays the wizard at work is a Trekkie. I don't really don't speak Don't be shy. The... Tell him what you said to me last night. No. Say what you said to her last night. So gross. Kuntar Patiki Maya. Al Fuksu. You gotta be kidding me. Al. It means I like to mate after battle. That's not what I said. Yeah. No, no, that wasn't the one I said. This one means kill Kirk. And also, hallelujah, depending on the context. You must have got it confused with, uh, Plegit Amor Ekefek Ishigap. Ah, that is good. You know what that means, Tim? Well, I do means get the fuck out of my house before I chop your fucking head off. <laughs> Alfuksu. Alfuksu. Like, what does that mean? Is this... I wonder if that's real Klingon. I want to know. I, I do like so. Star Trek, um, but just I do not speak Klingon. Night. It's just a fast just food night. <laughs> Mark, he's a knight. He's a knight. Do you notice... <laughs> Hold on. Thanks uh, for the cereal. I had a lovely evening. By the way, it says balls on your face. Asshole. My mom did it. <laughs> My mom did it. Okay, also, I have to say, I never picked up on this before, but when he says, oh, the battle's fixed, you see the mom go, Oh, like she <laughs> like what? She makes a face like I didn't know that. I didn't pick up on that either. That's I funny. wouldn't have fucked him. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes of the movie. It's just every line is so truly, funny. The truly it's excellent. Like the cold saw. It hasn't been the same since you left. <laughs> All I really did was stir it. Stir it. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Oh, and God. like I used to work at a for a, like a week at a Bill Miller barbecue. <laughs> And I would stir the coleslaw, so like I, I feel that. <laughs> you feel that you were there. You are like that's all you do. You just stir it. It's just and creep. that's but you have to be good at it. Like it reminds me of uh, Never Been Kissed, where she's like, "Can you tell me what's in the coleslaw?" And they like pull up the vat, and it just says coleslaw, and she's like, "Thanks." <laughs> Gross, no. but I've never seen that movie. No, really. No. Uh, actually, wait. It's um, probably some of it. But yeah. it's true, Barrymore. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a little bit. Well, the, only, the joke is she's going back to high school, but as an adult. So she's like, what's in that? Whereas high school students are just like, fuck, I'll eat the coleslaw. You mm -hmm. know? Um, so, yeah. So now we switch to um, mom and son are getting stoned. And Andrew's sitting there with his forehead smudged off. And he's just sort of like uh, there. They're watching in the nature channel and then the mom tries to talk about how she's going to make Mark get into real estate. And he's like, mom, shut up. I don't want to do that. It never really turns into anything. It's just sort of like where Mark's at in his life. His mom's pushing him to try and be he's a real a estate. stoner kid who lives with his mama, former alcoholic mom 
she yeah. says she's going to her AA meeting, so that's, that's the only right. reason I assume she's former alcoholic. But um, it's just like a very yeah, yeah, realistic and, portrayal of some dude. Well, and you find out how he makes his money, like as we go on through this. Movie. Oh yeah. So um, <coughs> excuse me. So after this, we switch to he's like, oh shit, I forgot, I have to be somewhere because he his dad remember his dad set up that neurology appointment for him Mm -hmm. don't forget about that and who is the neurologist it's uh rachel green's dad from friends it's the actor that plays rachel's dad oh i didn't know that i don't watch friends so i forgot his name he's pretty famous for like other shit but i was just like hey it's rachel's dad um that's interesting how come you never liked friends i mean did you never get into it or you i've watched some episodes um I should rewatch it. My sister says that she likes that. That's one of her shows. She likes to watch as like a background um, show. Sure. Like, the, totally. like I put on the office and watch it while I'm cleaning oh, or something. <clears throat> she thinks, I don't know. To me, it's always been like a little, I don't know. Cliche. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly, but I do like a lot of cliche. So, you know what? I shows, think so I'm not, I'm not sure what it was think- about that. I wasn't allowed to watch it for a while. I mean, just Neither was I was a little I mean, young. I mean, I was I snuck it though. W- weird because like the only bad thing that they would have talked about would be sex. It's not like they which was everywhere. Yeah, went into right anything like deep no drugs. Or... They didn't even drink on Friends, which is so interesting. Do you ever think about oh, that? Oh my gosh! See, I I didn't watch it enough, but it's there's not like... one episode where like they talk about some somebody that they know drunk. Bobby is like drinks too much, and they like address drunk bobby but he's not one of the friends it's like the only time that they drink wine it's crazy yes, compared to a show like how i met your mother where I, that i brought up earlier or cheers at a bar like, yeah literally based on a bar i mean yeah, cheers well, is like about at least they have alcoholics like i mean it's fine but i've it, never watched cheers either okay see i gotta well they're at a bar i mean yeah they're there every day <laughs> oh yeah sam but the funny thing is sam malone runs the bar and he is a recovered alcoholic so he doesn't drink but he loves the like the atmosphere yeah okay but then you got norm who's just like drinking 20 beers a day and it's funny because it's like the 80s anyway. yeah it's okay yeah, it's funny <laughs> anyways okay so before that i or actually not before that um I skipped ahead of myself a slight bit. So he goes, he goes straight to the neurology waiting room and he's like the only one there until like a blind lady comes in and she has a dog. I don't know if she's blind or just has a service dog, but the dog is like, what would you call this dog? Like a, a it's not a German chap. It's too big. I don't even know what it is. It's like a, I don't know. Like a Rottweiler It doesn't look like a Rottweiler. I don't know what they're called. I'll have to. I'd have to look at a picture of it. Great Dane. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm trying to learn about dogs, but it's hard. Let's look I, don't, at... I don't know anything about dogs. Let's see I if like I can them. find it. I'm a big fan, but you know. Um. Yeah, I don't know much about dogs either. That's well, why I don't know I if am. it's a Doberman because she says she has. Two okay, Dobermans I see. At home. He looks. Is it a pincher? He looks like maybe like a. Like a shepherd. That's what I was thinking, but he's so huge. He's huge. But yeah, maybe like a a giant German Shepherd. So imagine a giant German Shepherd that's all black, guys. I know if you're screaming at me, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's fine. We don't know about dogs. dogs. Some sort of service smart. Yeah, and German Shepherds are well, they're definitely police dogs, so I'm sure they can be service dogs. But um, 
Yeah, and this dog. The only reason it's important is not because we're dog racists, but it's because the dog comes over and like the woman isn't aware because of whatever, like she can't see or whatever, and the dog like starts humping um, Andrew, aka Zach Braff's leg, and like he does, he can't even make the dog stop. He's like, I feel bad, and and you hear, and this is how Natalie Foreman is introduced, aka Samantha. You hear this really loud giggling, and um, he looks over at her and he's like do you have any advice? And she's like, yeah, kick him in the balls. And he's like, what? And she comes over closer. She goes, kick him in the balls. He'll stop. And he's like, I don't know. I feel bad. I don't want to shame him. I think he's, a, he's almost done anyways. And she's like, <laughs> no, he's not. And she goes, here comes the lipstick, comes the, oh, which always haunted such me. Such a gross, like, visualization. Guys, you know? here comes Because, I mean, lipstick. that's what, I don't know. You know what, what that like. means. You know what that means, everybody who's seen a dog. Uh Anyway, so here's my clip. It has, it's not, it's after that. Don't worry. (laughs) This is the clip of the conversation that Andrew and Sam have when they first meet in this waiting room. So I just, this clip I just called Sam. And I apologize, it takes me a minute to find my spot sometimes because Hulu is Hulu. Um, so if there's a little overlap in dialogue, guys, I'm sorry. I tried. Okay. Here we go. Damn it. Okay. Here we go. I feel so used. (laughs) Thanks for your help or at least your good intentions. I recognize you. Oh, did you go to Columbia High? No, not from high school, from TV. Didn't you play the retarded quarterback? Yeah. Are you really retarded? No, I'm not. Cool. Great job, man. I mean, I thought you were really retarded. You're just as good as that quirky kid, and he's actually retarded. I mean, if there's some sort of, like, retarded Oscar, you would win, like, hands down, kick his ass. Well, thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. I have to fill out this form, though, so... Right on. Thanks. My cousin's an actor. Jake Ryan Winters, that you've ever heard of him. He's like on Xeno once as a gnome or something. That's really cool though. Thanks. Oh my God. That scene, that last scene where you give the speech to the whole stadium and your dad, oh, and your dad gives you the thumbs up. That was like, that was emotional. So you got anything else coming out? No, you know, I'm just, I'm auditioning. I can't believe you're not really retarded. I mean, Jake's not a very good actor. You you can't really tell on Xena, because he's like in the hairy gnome suit and everything, but when we were little, he used to put on these really, really low-budget renditions of Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals in our attic, and they were awful. (laughs) Like, so bad. Ah. (laughs) Uh, It sucks, though, because there's not that much work for little people, you know? Anyway, oh, I'm talking too much. I'll just, you gotta feel like horns. What are you listening to? The Shins. You know them? No. You gotta hear this one song. It'll change your life, I swear. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to, uh, you gotta feel out like your forms. Conundrum. Think you could, uh, maybe listen yeah, while I you feel I can like handle it. Yeah.
so good. All right, guys, I had to include the music. I, I can't, the shit, the shins, so the shins. I mean, from that this song movie, in absolutely. particular, just for me, for me, I love that song. Um, for me, the shin song that just fucking is like stab me in the heart. I think it's played later, but it's just like the one that gets me is the, um, I think I'll go home and mull this over. Damn. I cannot sing right now. I'm like, <laughs> it's yeah. not again, but you know um, what I'm talking about before I clown. Is that the, I think that's the one he's playing when he first yeah, he, busts he plays out later, the, yeah. um, the, no, I think it's at the beginning oh, when he first shit, busts out fuck. the motorcycle. Right. Dude, Betsy's a pro. I'm going to find that. I told you, this is one of those movies that I've rewatched. Like, this and Mean Girls, even, like, I, Mean Girls. Do you want to do Mean Girls? This movie and Mean Girls, I know, like, every line, too. And I wouldn't even consider Mean Girls one of my favorite movies. It's just just the one that I've (laughs) rewatched. And, oh, and Bring It On. Like, okay, those three I had, like, I would love to do Mean Girls. Yes. And bring but, um, it on. I love bring it on. I actually that, asked another friend to do bring it on, and they were like, "I have no interest." So maybe you um, I know me. all the cheers. Please God, like, literally, <laughs> I know all that of is, them. Betsy's gonna do all the movies from now on. I need to get into contact with my um my childhood best friend because oh, she and I, like I said, we had about and we had these three movies: Garden State, Mean Girls. Bring it on, and then the scary movie like oh. Arachnid or something. Oh no! I think it was called Arachnid. It was about spiders, giant spiders. Well, I never watched I, I that assumed. one. She oh thank God! I was like, I can't do. I never wanted to do scary shit. So um, this Shin song is amazing. I will also suggest Quality. this Shin song. Yeah. It's not Can in I this movie. Creepy. Gone for good is an amazing Shen song. Oh, if you like these okay. two, you will like Thank Gone you. for Good, especially the acoustic version. So, Okay. I love that. I love that reco. And also, feel free to, if you want to queue it up and share it, you can. Oh, how do I do that? Um, I will permit sharing. I'm gonna First, I'm going to play the song I was talking about. So okay. the song we just heard by the Shins was New Slang, which is a fucking amazing song. Mm. Um, but then also... Um, the one I was trying to sing and failing because <laughs> I've been coughing for like 20 me. minutes. Thank you so much. Um, it is Caring is Creepy. So I'm just going to play that for a sec. That's just a little sample on Amazon. It's on the soundtrack. But yes, um, thank you. So yeah, if you want to find that song, or I can find it, but if you want to share, I'm going to allow you to share screen. So um, now on the bottom, you know, where it says like mute, stop video, security, Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. share screen. And you just have to hit share screen and then make sure you share sound. Go to advanced sharing options and then share sound. Alrighty. um okay while you do that i'm gonna get into my notes again uh so anyways she plays in this music he's clearly charmed how could you fucking not be i mean jesus it's a great song and it's natalie portman and she's amazing so uh 
he's like, I really like that song. And then he asks her, why are you here? And she says, waiting for a friend. Or she had said that already. Sorry if I didn't mention it. And he says he has an appointment. So he gets called into his appointment. But then the nurse is like, we'll be right with you, Sam. And so he's like, he clocks that like, oh, because she's a patient. He doesn't call her on it, but he clocks that. And that's kind of his theme. Like he clocks a lot during this movie, including like theft and doesn't say anything about it. Um, And that's a little bit of his downfall, but he it's smart. It's smartly written. It's he comes around you know he becomes way um, let's go. oh, oh my i got that how did you do that? that no that was no, that was an no. okay that, but... that was no that was not the song that was an ad no no no. <laughs> I, I know it's not but you just you figured it out i didn't even know oh you... yes I, I was doing that sorry i yes. didn't actually know you could share sound without sharing video so girl you just taught me something oh Fuck, like i don't that. know what i did so i don't know you how did it right whatever you it. did you did this it is my right. husband's work computer so I you're good you probably just like found a button i never noticed honestly um yeah but oh so I'll, what i wrote here was fuck i just wanted to be her when i when i used to watch this movie and over and over again i just wanted to be not that character sam like not the epilepsy spoiler alert she has mm-hmm. epilepsy but I just, I, this is what I wrote. Weird hamster house and all. I'm imagining my 15-year-old self imagining me doing this research 18 years later, and it's wild. How am I this old? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It's so weird because I don't feel, you don't feel this old. I feel like I'm 15. feel the same age. Still. I feel 15 sometimes. Yeah. So I'm so, like, fucking insecure, except, like, I look around me, and I'm like, oh, wow, I can actually My grandma told things. me once that you always, like, she said she's still, my grandmother's 91. She said she still feels 18 sometimes. So I think it's a a I think that's great, though, in a way. Like, yeah, of course, to feel like a a, we judge. We judge your personality. Age. Yeah. Yeah, Society is very ageist. We think that people lose their interests or their Their inner voice or their sexual yeah. interest or se- anything literally thoughts like do like people don't just stop thinking intelligence when they yeah. yeah it's the same way that's that ignorant people think that someone who doesn't speak english is stupid like it's the same. oh my god in fact they're probably yeah. smarter because they probably they're know fucking english. because they do speak english and they, uh, speak they probably speak it language. yeah good idea poorly so what like Ooh, i don't at least they know yeah. yeah i don't speak two languages even more i wish i wish i, I can count I, to like 10 and a couple languages i i, I some I'm, spanish i'm a pseudo yeah i'm a pseudo french speaker i can do the accent better than i can do madame gazelle's accent but i <laughs> <laughs> circling back Yes, everybody, it all goes back to Peppa. Peppa. <laughs> Every, everything in my life, it's not a joke. It relates. Honestly, to same. Same girl. Like, exactly. I have so much Peppa stuff, shit outside. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so not a joke. I have a lot of Peppa toys. Um, so anyways, so then he goes in to see the doctor, and there's a... I, actually, I clipped this as well, but the diploma gag, I love this gag. Oh, yes. Where the walls are covered in diplomas. This is so, speaking of, this is so, uh, what's his name? Shit. Uh, Wes fuck. Anderson? Yes! I thought Girl. I had the same thought. How do it's you... very Wes Anderson. Be- oh, I mean, it's just a vibe. It, it's definitely got that... Um, I enjoy talking Shoo. to you. Very, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> it's got like the very there. like, um, oh man, I wish I knew how to describe it. Like old, uh, it's like an antique. 
it's quality, but antique, but then it's absurdly funny because absurd, gag, absurd. That is a good way to put it. Yes, it's the a little gag, bit absurd. Surreal. The gag is that this man's all of his walls are covered in diplomas, so there's actually one diploma that's just like sticking out on the ceiling. Like one had to go on the ceiling. It's hilarious, and I remember Very good joke. Zach Braff. Oh, sorry, Zach Braff talked about this on. Uh, fake doctors real friends like they talk mm -hmm. about everything and he talked about that gag and how much they loved that gag like everybody that was on the movie just was so proud of that i remember that from the commentary oh, as well like yeah, they, it's just, so they had to make that joke just of because like, it is like a, a thing i can't like can you i don't know if you have my sister hangs up her degree so no shade oh but, like, I, I can't I, imagine I hanging it up <laughs> i have no idea where mine is i have a couple like i don't right. know where i don't know where the fuck they oh are. i mean i have one or two i mean i guess no no i mean school, i have but high I mean... school i have college and then i have like a math i don't have a master's but i have like a master's level like certificate for a certificate doing, yeah for doing uh, my bcaba coursework for a year but like i don't know where any of that something is. to be proud of but still like not sure if i'm well, gonna hang it up on the wall i just rather put it on my resume like all i care is that i can tell people that and then they'll trust me better like you know i don't need it on my wall like it's not pretty right uh, yeah, I guess, uh, but um, no shade if you do want to hang. Fine your... if you do, absolutely. Just don't, just... maybe maybe not on the ceiling. <laughs> or, like, if you have that many, maybe hang up your highest quality. Like, yeah, it, like, that's hang up your ridiculous. PhD or, you know. <laughs> yeah, one of, one of your many PhDs, just pick the best one. No, my sister's a scholar. She she has oh. her master's and stuff. No, she's great. She doesn't hang any of her shit. You know what's hanging on her walls? No, this... Shout out to Jen. You can hang your shit. That's fine. Yeah, you can. But, you should, and you should be proud of it. It's just, it's but she's, a... it's, it is funny. Um, mm -hmm. And it is a cliche, but no, she has, I'm going to shout this out. It's very um, impressive to me. She and my dad are responsible for this project. So we, when we were growing up, we watched the Back to the Future trilogy, like mm -hmm. all the time, like all, all the time. And it's, I love it too, but it was definitely my sister's thing and kind of my dad, like she and my dad shared that a lot. So she had this huge movie poster sized puzzle of Back to the Future 2, ironically, because she didn't even like that one. That one's my favorite. But anyway, that was the one that they had the puzzle for. And she finished the puzzle and they glued it together, but it just lived under her bed for literally like 25 years. And then there were some pieces missing. And then a couple of years ago, she's like, well, fuck, I, I want to fix this so she ebayed and she found another one on ebay and got and so she found the right pieces oh i know right patient patient right and now she has like the cutest little apartment she she like she's moved recently and she's this most mm -hmm. adorable apartment and my dad who is retired uh engineer and physicist he does carpentry now and he made her a custom frame and he made it look like a movie poster and he like put lights oh. in the frame Oh, just like the like now like a, showing, yeah, yes. like a now showing. That. I, isn't that adorable? That. And it's she likes Back to the Future too. That's the one where he actually goes to the like year two thousand, right? So that's what I'm saying is ironic because no, everybody in my family dislikes that movie the most. Oh, they okay. all like number three the best. Oh, the train, the like wild. I Western. like number two the best. I love number one, but like if I have to pick between, yeah, the I Western like number one. one. Yeah, the, well, the yeah, I like one. number one, but they. Obviously, like, but like of the sequels, they uh -huh. pick three. Where I'm like, nah, I like two. I, okay. I liked two as a child. I don't know. I liked the drama. Mm -hmm. I liked the futuristic stuff of it. I liked the yeah. pizza that randomly got gigantic. 
I've watched the sequels only once each. Oh, and then the wow. first one like a million times. So I really oh, don't have Well, yet. it's classic. The first one is classic. You know, I was explaining the plot of the first one recently to someone and I can't remember who it was. But it's iconic. I mean, I talk to, about to, it a lot. to Back to the Future, like to some. It was yeah. probably Kyler. I think it was Kyler. I I talk. I just make Kyler listen to me all the time. Uh, yeah, same. That's what they're for, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, getting married soon. Um, so then, anyway, there's the diploma gag, and I have this clip. Um, Thirty-one twenty-four. I got to cue this up, but. Uh, the doctor is basically like, this is kind of, this, the reason I clipped this is because it's really um, useful in explaining the issue of over-medication for no reason, like his issue. Um, so here is that scene. Mr. Andrew Largeman? Yes, hi. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. What? Just kidding. How would I know that? Uh, I'm Dr. Cohen. What can we do for you today? Um, I'm beginning with really intense headaches. Um, they last for like a split second. It's like lightning. It's like, like a surge of electricity and then it's gone. Lithium? How long have you been on the lithium? Um, I've been on some form of it since I was 10 or so. And the Paxil, Zoloft, Celexa, Depakote? Did they uh, help you at all? No. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's recently occurred to me I might not even have a problem. <laughs> Only I'd never know it because as far back as I can remember, I've been medicated. I left them in L.A., though. This is the first time I haven't had medicine in my body for a long time. Well, you know, that stuff will leave your body pretty fast. I can write your prescription. Uh, actually, I was thinking about taking a little vacation. Have you discussed this with your psychiatrist? Uh, well, my psychiatrist is my dad. Yeah, so uh, I think he'd prefer me to stay on it. He... Likes to think it makes me happy. You know, our bodies are capable of doing some very funny things when they're consumed with stress and anxiety. Uh, I found my ex-best friend's cufflinks in my wife's purse. Hmm. I couldn't get in her <laughs> So, room. like, why? Inappropriate. <laughs> so inappropriate. <laughs> Love it, though. Um, I know. But I don't really think that's it. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's like it. Not so much. So the lithium he's had you on. It's amazing you can even hear me right now. <laughs> Look, Andrew, uh, first of all, I think you do need to find a psychiatrist that isn't your father. That's something that should have been remedied years ago. He knows better. And secondly, uh, I'm in no position to comment on whether you should stay on the meds or not, because I don't know your story. But my opinion, since you're paying for it, is that, yeah, those drugs may help you as a means to an end. But sooner or later, if you're not in some sort of therapy, what's ever going on in your mind will find a way to peek its little head out of the water. Are you all right? Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, that's what I was referencing. That is great advice, and it's great very advice. True. And what, interesting in mental health conversation, like you know, six years or so before people really started two thousand four. Yeah, I'm saying this stuff started happening like when I graduated high school, like around twenty ten. Yeah, like for like agreed. For, I slowly started when I was going through like when I got diagnosed I do not remember like it being something that anyone talked about and I don't know anybody I didn't know anyone we didn't who learn about bipolar we didn't shit about any oh, no, any no 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 or the term like borderline personality too has blown up like or not the term I'm sorry the act the the yeah the, the, the recognition like that, of yeah the absolutely. recognition of it like people just before that thought the people called them crazy like they were yes, like that's, which is so awful because it's like it's a med it's a chemical condition like it's and, and also just like hurtful hurtful um stigmas really just judgmental worse it's like it's like a witch trial it's absolutely like oh you're the crazy so, one garden state yeah a little ahead of its time Fuck there. yeah garden state hell yeah <laughs> and epilepsy too because they they really That's normalize true uh natalie portman's character and they're like right her disability in the in, the, in her like yeah accommodations that she had to take with it with the helmet yeah and her learned. lies that she tells because of it totally she's a liar uh we haven't even gotten there yet oh my god oh my um so you guys i'm gonna pause because i, have to I was about to say, i was just gonna say that oh my god we're twins okay we'll be back bye Guys, we've just been warned by the airplane lady that this meeting is being recorded again, and we're back. Um, half my notes are on the computer and half are on paper because <laughs> I took them on different days. Um, I feel so, like I might be kind of tipsy by the I end love of it. this. I'm thrilled about it. I am. I, like, I got more wine. This is my. I got more wine. Second glass a, deep. Same, and a, I got more. I got a second glass, and I got a popsicle. So I'm ready to oh, go. Oh, a popsicle! Yeah, I went um, the other night. Um, I Instacarted like $50 worth of popsicles and ice cream and cookies. <laughs> You're my, I love that. I wasn't even high or, or, or drunk. I, was I, just, I wasn't. I just was like, there's nothing sweet in the house. And I was mm. like, it was really hot. And I was just like, I'm just going to get a bunch of ice cream and everybody will be happy. Me and Kyler. <laughs> what kind of ice cream? Uh, so I got cookie dough, mint chip, uh, caramel cluster something. Mm. Uh, and then a different mint for Kyler that I can't have, but he can have it and he likes it a lot um, because of my allergies, not because I'm like on a diet. Don't worry, guys. Um, okay. Can't talk about I ice cream anymore. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to go get some. Sorry so. about it. And then and then um, ice pops. Well, because I can't. Well, I can have milk sometimes, but I get the oat milk pops and they're really good. So anyway. Digestion stuff. Yeah, yeah, milk. yeah. It's just food yeah. sensitivities. But yeah. I'm way better. I can eat like real cheese now. So that's very exciting. <gasps> Jeez. I just had some Gouda. It was very Gouda. <laughs> Sorry, I'm such a loser. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so it's anyway, good. I liked it. Thank you so much. Um, after he, after uh, Largeman, as I, he's largely referred to in this movie as Largeman, the main character Zach Braff. Um, he sees Natalie Portman's character Sim Sam Samantha outside after his appointment, and she's sitting on a bench. And, um, and then basically this part, I called it. So why are you really there? You know, cause he knows she wasn't telling the truth, but she doesn't, she continues to not tell him the truth. Um, and then she, he's like, well, do you, 
or she's like, this is the part of the, the conversation where you ask me if I want a ride. And he's like, oh, would you like a ride? She goes, uh, I guess, but I'm not riding in your sidecar because sidecars are for bitches. And I was like, I remember that part so well. Never she's like, if I ride, bitch. yeah, I'll never be your bitch. If I ride in your car, I'd be your bitch. In your sidecar, I'd be your bitch. She's like, okay. And then she pulls out like a soft helmet and puts it on and he clocks it, but he doesn't say anything. And she's like, oh, my boyfriend has a something something like a some kind of motorcycle some type, yeah and then it's like suzuki i don't even guys i don't know anything oh suzuki. Um, no that that sounds right i think yeah, it might be either that or it's an instrument i don't know <laughs> yes could be a violin <laughs> sounds or like a or like a jet ski i have no idea so anyway um it could be anything you guys um <laughs> so and then they're they're driving to um he says well, she's like, well, where are you going? And he says, I'm going to visit my friend Jesse. He made a bunch of money off Silent Velcro and he has this huge mansion. And she's like, you know, they're kind of having banter. And he's like, it'll be fine. You can come up with a signal if you want to leave. He's like, you can pull your ear. And so they go see Jesse and there's just an, there's just a scene of Jesse going crazy, shooting a flaming crossbow. like up fuck? in the air up in the air it lands at her feet it's so hunger games and she just pulls her yes! hard hunger games because they're like running around yeah trying not to get hit trying, by the yeah. flaming crossbow arrow and um and she just pulls her ear really hard and they leave of course jesse comes back later but right, you know signal. he's totally uh harmless but yeah that she gives him the signal so it's kind of like this this the adventure that they're on but also a sign of trust i guess a little bit that's what i think and then of course it leads to him taking sam home to her house where she lives with her mom and her uh adopted african brother to tembe uh <laughs> um so he takes her home he finds out she says she admits i don't have a boyfriend um and then i call this the manic pixie clip because oh, this okay. really establishes her character like this is where she's like i'm weird man and i'm not saying that because i'm annoyed with it i have no problem with it i'm just saying this is kind of where that is inspired from so here we go i say here we go a lot it's fine here we go i'll be fine am i the first boy you've ever brought home no but um i lied to you before when i told you that my boyfriend drives a ninja he doesn't drive a bike no, I don't <laughs> But, you know, he might drive a ninja, wherever he is. Wow, we're off to a great start. Okay, so, so sometimes I lie. I mean, I'm weird, man. About random stuff, too. I don't even know why I do it. It's like, it's like a tick. I mean, sometimes I hear myself say something, and then I think, wow, that wasn't even remotely true. So how do people know what's real? Well, I always feel bad afterwards and admit them when they're lies. Can you trust that? Open the door. Sorry, we just don't have the time to train them. Who's got the time to train them? Mom, hmm. this is Andrew. Welcome. 
welcome. I'm sorry the place is a brick. Honey, mm -hmm. I asked you to get the metal wheel out of the hamster cage. I forgot. Well, you forgot, and now Jelly's dead. Luckily, I got peanut butter out in time. We have to get the only hamsters on planet Earth who can't figure out a stupid hamster wheel. There's a tin box on the kitchen counter. You can do the honors. I have to get to work. It's so nice to meet very you, nice Andrew, to meet you. right? Yes, Andrew, very nice to meet you. Samantha, mm -hmm. put the clothes in the dryer and bury Jelly. So this is it. So we'll pause here. I am going to play more of this clip, uh, but just to give you guys context, uh, Jelly's a hamster that is now dead. The mom is just palming this hamster, and she's like, now you got to bury Jelly because you forgot to put take the wheel out. And Natalie's like, oh, man, and the hamster bites the dust. You know, that's not how she sounds, but... And then and she's she's like, hey, here, here's our house, and it just pans up to, like, a full wall of hamster, you know, the hamster tubes. Yes. When I was a kid, I wanted that so bad. I had hamsters. I understand. Like, I understand now that that would be a nightmare. In the house just smelly, just so smelly. So That's all smelly, I can think of when I think of this house as an adult so now. Smelly. I'm just like fuck. This. It got a, It's got to smell. It's got to smell oh, like uh -oh. the worst. I hear, I hear an echo on mine. Do you hear an echo? Uh, I don't. Was okay. it my head? It might have been my head. I moved my headphones. That might have affected something. I don't Sorry. know why it would, but it might have. Sorry to say. Um, okay. Don't mean to interrupt. No, I just don't want to mess no, up the sound. No, 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 no. You're fantastic, and I appreciate that. And please always point it out. Um, so I yeah. don't mind the echo. It just um, yeah. No, anyway. I. But yes, yeah. this house is smelly. You can tell that um, the Christmas tree being up, which they point oh, out, right. still. Like, ew. yeah, I'm going to, yeah, the dogs, the big dogs inside. It's like, it's a smelly house. It's a, it's a really smelly house. You guys just know that it kind of reminds me of like, uh, old movies, like eighties movies. that carried the spy and stuff or like, they would just have like crap everywhere. I don't know. Oh, and I like a, you know, I'm not for a minimalist look. That's not, oh. my, that's not my like interior decorating I'm, vibe. So I'm not saying like having a bunch of stuff around like I like a like a organized chaos clutter same. look. Oh, I'm um, not a minimalist by any means. Yeah, no, no. I mean, there's, I like the look stuff. of it, but I just like my stuff too much that I well, yeah, and this is be a minimalist. This is definitely a shout out to like this is the opposite. Like, think about his his white sterile apartment in New York. Interesting. Or yes, sorry, it is LA, the exact opposite of that. And this is just an explosion of like every sensory color. Yeah, wood, every um, sense. Yeah, dead pets. <laughs> anyway, I'll let this clip finish. This is dead pets. More, very... Yeah, more manic pixie. Um, definitely more manic pixie. And also, um, well, I I don't think I included the mansplaining of Judaism, but. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it um so i'm just gonna let this clip finish so we can get more of a it really establishes sam's character yeah it's nice no it's not you don't want to say that just because you can't think of anything else to say i'm not i'm not it's very it's very cozy you guys are a little early on the tree though yeah well we never got around to taking it down so when it got to be foggy and we figured just leave it up 
Oh my god, you're totally freaked out. Like totally freaked out right now. I like, can't wait to leave. I'm not. I'm not. I like it. Oh I like it. It's very nice. Oh, you want to see my room? Sure. Hey. hey. Tatembe, this is my friend Andrew. Andrew, this is my brother Tatembe. Hi, it's very nice to meet you. Oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm sorry about Jenny. Oh, that's okay. I saved some mac and cheese for you. It's in the fridge. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, I'm late for class. It's nice meeting you. Very nice to meet you. See you later. So here we are. It's nothing fancy, but you know. What? Uh, it's Detembe, right? Yeah, it's weird, huh? You're like so freaked out right now. You're like running for the door. It's okay. It's, I mean, you can go. Don't feel bad. It's really. I'm doing I'm, that. What? The whole thing you just did. Don't do that, okay? I want to be here. If I didn't, I wouldn't be, okay? So trust me, my family's way more fucked up than yours, okay? Okay. So, Tatembe. Yeah, he's my brother. Is he adopted or? Kind of. You know, my mom adopted him from Sally Struthers like years ago. You know, one of those for the cost of a cup of coffee a day sort of things where she's like, how can you just sit there and not help the children, you know? And we couldn't. We just couldn't sit there and not help the children. So. We start sending him like pictures and letters and stuff for years, but then I got really into ice skating, so we sort of forgot about him. And then one day, we get this phone call, and it's Tatembe, and he's at the dry cleaners around the corner, and he's like, I'm at Rutgers, oh. I live in the dorms, but you know, I'm used to living my with my husband just turned the light off. Family. <laughs> and he's been living okay. with us ever since. Wow. Yeah, I know, he's the most amazing guy. You gotta hear some of his stories. I mean, he struggled through so much because he wanted to learn. When I think of what he's accomplished, I just, I just feel like lazy, you know? I mean, okay, so I'm gonna pause it again, guys. I love that clip. I do too. And also, like, I didn't oh, even get, I didn't even so get good. to the the what I call the mandatory blah 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 clip. Oh, um, but. Before we get to that, um, yeah, she's just explaining about Tatembe, and it's like it's really interesting and great. And I love that he mentions that she mentions Sally Struthers of mm -hmm. all the family, like because she used to do those PSAs, like look at these children. Yeah, and how could you? And and we couldn't, we couldn't just sit there I and not to, help the yeah. children. That's what she says. And how could you just sit there and not and help we the children? Just sit there. And we couldn't just sit there. And it's like yeah. the fucking best delivery ever. I love Natalie Portman so much. And that is a true fact. But you guys, I had to split this episode up because it is so long. Betsy and I had a fucking great time. So this is the end of part one. And please tune back in for part two next week. Love you all so, so much.
Oh.